It's like K-O-B inside M-S-G So like we top seed Old school's top speed Pimp slap left hand Is that hoe gon' bang? Is your bitch gon' gang? Is your nuts on swang? That's pinning who they attached to Pistachios and bag moves Took my head up out my moon To be the sun and hooping glass shoes Cash back up on that ass Season don't some off that gas too Coming no one in your kamikaze Bloody battered and bruised Adrian life been rocky Third act of my saga struggle didn't break me or stop me Dressing like I like my hair real drippy and sloppy Draped up and dripped out Put my money where I be talking about About to move to H-Town and motherfucking burn it down Henry tried not to buy Optimate Prime I'ma still be in that to the day that I die Hey, this your boy COD, the Cater Boy Music Coming to you live in effect from the Player Studio in Decatur, Georgia, and this is Season 2, Episode 50, Deuce of Give Me Some Headlines, and I will be giving you heavy ASMR vibes, because we do have a dynamic mic on deck, and I did say D-E-C-K, not Little Richard, but we'll save that for later. Uh, this your boy, COD Decatur Boy Music, a.k.a. COD Medico, a.k.a. CODMD, The Doctor, a.k.a. Just What Your Bitch Ordered. And I toss it to my co-host, P. Talk to them folks. It's your boy, Single Monica, P. Or P. Henry Trotter IV, a.k.a. Home Run Trot, a.k.a. Fat Hope Fred, a.k.a. Sneeze. AKA Freddie P, AKA Casino P. I used to say don't gamble with your life, but life is a gamble. So definitely gamble with that bitch. Then I hope that motherfucker come up with sevens and elevens on the come out for your ass. AKA Mock Tube, AKA Quinn with the pen, Dim with the lens, AKA Frederick underscore Thugless, AKA Chef Boy RP, AKA PhD the Doctor, AKA Uba. That's what my dog Cool Athletics. He'll, he'll he'll be the one who know that one. And then AKA your grandma's favorite house guest, cause that boy got manners. And like my dog told you, this is. Oh man, I'm, I forgot the uh, Spanish Spanish fifty two. Train the cuarenta cincuenta y dos cincuenta y dos edición de dame algunos titulares o dame líneas cabezas what's happening man how you doing? You already know what it is. I'm doing fantastic, sir. Can you see my screen? I can. It's a beautiful sister on there, and a young lady who looks like she's about to comment on something that sister doing. Not at all. It's actually a young woman who's giving out advice, and it's advice I need every woman in the Give Me Some Headlines Matrix to hear. And as you see at the end of the video, this is some amazing fucking advice. And I'd like this flight deck to be about life lessons you got from really random sources that's what the flight deck about and i think this is a good jumping off point because i think a lot of young women might not have this tip and i have different young women in my matrix who are always asking me how does this look on me how does that look on me and i'm like 
Motherfucker, I don't know. But now, from henceforth, the advice I give will be based off of this tip if the person I'm talking to don't already do it. You understand me? Like, this some player shit. Boss player shit. You ready for it? Before I say what I'm about to say, I need everyone that's listening to this to keep an open mind. To just hear me out, bear with me, okay? So you know the hack that's going around right now about lining your lips with your eyebrow pencil, filling it in with your blush, then topping it with gloss, and that's your perfect lip shade, right? Okay. I have another hack to find your most perfect lip shade that's going to complement your skin tone. It's going to look amazing on you. It's only one step, one product. Are you ready? Your perfect lip shade is the color of your nipple. You don't have to believe me. You really don't. All you need to know is that ever since I learned this little trick and actually started using it, I've never received more compliments on my lips. So. Oh, wow. I mean, you caught the switch. I did. I did. <laughs> That's amazing. That is fantastic. I'm going to play that last part again. Shout it look amazing with nothing on them shits. You feel me? But watch this. And yeah, switch right. And then the switch up. That's one yeah. product. Are you ready? Your perfect lip shade is the color of your nipple. You don't have to believe me. You really don't. All you need to know is that ever since I learned this little trick and actually started using it, I've never received more compliments on my lips. So. AKA. Ain't no fashion magazine, ain't no this is the new black, ain't nobody doing it better than the big homie Jesus, man. He remixed them nipples with the perfect off shade for your skin tone. Trust in God. <laughs> this is, you know what else I got from that, bro? You know what else I got from that? What's that? I am ruined as a man who is <laughs> taken, because now I'm going to be looking at lip shades like, Interesting. <laughs> oh. Mm. Yeah. It's a wonderful lip shade you got there. Is that a nipple? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Dangerous games we play. Casino p and <laughs> Gamble with your life you want to. <laughs> <laughs> they're trying to kill. <laughs> they're trying to kill. <laughs> Streets trying to get us murked out here. <laughs> but I love the background, but boy, is this pick like this shirt don't go with the background at all. Tell me I'm lying. No, it don't. <laughs> On the color wheel, it is a clash. <laughs> like a motherfucker. That's why I was flipping through the hole. I was like, man, it gotta be something here to go with this fucking maroon. Shouts out to Lenore Ryan, but y'all tacky as fuck. Yeah. Ain't nothing popping. But yeah, man. What dope ass, uh, what dope ass lessons you got from the internet? Like, uh, go ahead and turn them lips nipple color. That's player to me. Mm -hmm. I don't think I got anything with top that, (laughs) to be honest. Yeah, I came out the box with a with a with a hitter. You feel me? Um, what what advice from the internet have I gotten? 
that is man i i got right now on the spot i can't uh the the most recent advice i remember from the internet is i follow this dude who's a uh online writer like he got his uh he was a creative writing major in college and got out and was like I, it's, it's got to be a better way to make money writing than like sitting down writing books and so what he did was he started like writing online and like he started a blog and realized that wasn't a way to go about it or whatever but uh he realized he was writing for himself and he was like you can't write for you he was like anybody trying to hear what you're trying to do for yourself he's like you got to treat everything like you're doing it for somebody else so you got to see that speak to one single person and act like you just talking to them and it's a conversation between you and that person you really trying to actually extend yourself give them a life lesson and help them and he's like don't nobody give a fuck about you everybody asking everybody is tuned into the uh tuned into the radio station w i I F M what's in it for me. So that was the most random, but very good. So you'd, advice you'd imagine I why I'd start off with, Hey, what have you learned from the internet randomly that other people might not have knew? Here's another thing you might not know. Every single spice in your spice rack, no matter where you got it from, if you grab the very tip of it, that little plastic piece, and twist the bottle, it rotates. You never have to shake any spice you have. Not one. It is flat out unnecessary. Go grab some and try it on a napkin. So wait. He said if I grab the tip of every spice that I have. Yeah, you know the little plastic piece that's perforated? Yeah. When you rotate it, the spice will just fall out of it. You don't have to shake anything. Nothing. Go grab a spice is and that put a paper that you, towel down. I know down. exactly what you. No, I know exactly what you're talking about. That's where that joint move. I'm like, why is this always moving? Why, like, why does this not stationary? Why does this move? That's that, that's funny. Pepper, I never salt, knew that. Italian seasoning. Slap your mama if you just grab it and slide it back and forth. It'll fall out. That's funny. Internet, man. It's a wild place. And I got a bunch of them, man. But I ain't going to dive into too many, man. Since that's dry, we'll just keep it moving with a normal flight deck, man. What type of random shit got you going this week? Niggas was mad. Niggas talked about that Will Smith shit for as long as they did. Like, there was other shit to talk about. Niggas don't want to talk politics. Um, The random shit that had me... In the stitches this past week, bro, was a uh, lady be sending me, you want another dog. And so, what? Yeah. Yeah. So she always sent me. found the background, by the way. This the one. That's better. Like that snake was trying to take your pack out your hand. That red with that green and shit. But yeah, man, she be sending me uh, <laughs> videos of like Dachans, Dotsons, them little joints, man. But um, that's that's like yeah, that's mostly what I've been on this week. I've been trying to stay away from all the uh, all the commentary, <laughs> all the commentary, 
outside of the the commentary that we gave all the single people out there what he just told me is he getting another dog no (laughs) that's what you think (laughs) get with the program you'll be a much happier person don't let when that Dotson show up it was something you protested at any point because that Dotson getting in their crib he ain't gonna do nothing but get somebody to bother instead of you that's the thing though because the dog, you know, Saint is extremely annoying. Like, what if he annoyed the other dog so much? Like, all he do is spend time trying to either beat him up or get away from him. So he you get a puppy. Like, if you get a puppy, it's gonna follow Saint lead. So when Saint bothers him to it, it's gonna think, "Go bother Saint." He like to play. That's what dogs do. Man, get that nigga little brother, man. And then when you go to the dog park and you don't feel like walking around, they will work each other out. It's going to benefit you more than it hurts you. It's going to be twice the food and twice the medical bills, probably. Outside of that, man, that shit ain't going to be twice the stress. (laughs) (laughs) That is twice the stress. That's twice the money out of my pocket for shit. (laughs) I'm just saying, anything else you anticipate, that shit's like work. And it's going to make stuff easier that you couldn't anticipate. Yeah. It'll happen, but it ain't gonna happen in the in the immediate future. We got other priorities on board to take care of this year, rather than rather than though, that one. If you could make it happen, just from a realistic standpoint, as a unit, you come together to make the possible more possibler. You feel me? And if you could make it happen. If if one of y'all won't, why not just get that shit? Because two of y'all can make it happen for one of y'all. Then get a damn Dyson. The bitch is nah. fire, cuz. Yeah, that's cool. For a nigga who ain't got to deal with that shit. <laughs> and everything else we got going on, hell no. Now is not the time. Timing is everything. Now is definitely not the time. And I don't say that for a lot of the things. That's out there, Atlanta. I don't respect time as a construct, so I just say we always met. <laughs> that nigga fired Lakeisha Asfield. I still ain't watched uh, Judah Van the Black Messiah. Speaking of, I tossed it to you, G. Yeah, man. Um, what you uh, as we transition out of the flight deck? And into the next segment, which is give me some TV, GS, TV, Televisio. Um, you can my, hear me good. Dog is, he, he pull it. Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, my bad. I can, I can definitely hear you. Um, <laughs> my dog and pulled me out of my comfort zone of not consuming uh, things on TV, but uh, since I I answer to a higher power, which is give me some headlines. Now it is part of my weekly routine to at least consume one thing on on the televisio. And I uh, I told him I was going to talk about one show in the in the show meeting yesterday. I told him I was going to talk about talk about Ozark and the uh, the panic I woke up in when like that shit was on my TV and couldn't go back to sleep, so I just kept watching it. But I'm gonna hit him with this. Uh, with this show from one of his favorite actresses. And I want to, it's like a, I don't even know if it's, I think it may be a movie, but show it. No, it is. It's a show. It's a TV show. And like, it's, 
like a mini series. It's like seven to 10 episodes long or whatever, but they pretty quick episodes, but it's your girl, Kristen Bell. And the name of it is the woman in the house across the street from the girl in the window. And it is a parody of like all these like thrillers of white, white women. Yeah. Yeah. The woman in the window, the, the based on that novel, the woman in the window, but it's a parody of that shit. And Kristen Bell is real window. Or some shit like that. Nah, the the, par- the parody. Nah, the um, the actual book is called "The Woman in the Window Across the Street" or some shit like that. Is this the same one that Disturbia and all that parody? I'm the one where Shia LaBeouf had a broken leg. Oh, no, and he no, seen no. the nigga get murdered out the window with the binoculars. What? It may, be, it may be it may be it may parody that it may parody that I don't I don't let know all the movies I'm sorry I tried to jump ahead like I do when I'm watching movies go ahead let me let me hear where you are going that might be no but it, it's hilarious because of the parody but it's also it's a parody with a really good story and you're really trying to figure out wait hold up this supposed to be funny but like they got to figure this mystery out and this and this thriller so who is it like who is it who is the person that we're looking for here. Um, but it's Kristen Bell at her. She, I don't even know if she in her prime. I don't know how long she's been in you the game. You can ring my belly. Like she, she's showing her ass in this thing, literally and figuratively. You get to see what? that body. Yeah. Yeah. You get to see that what body. What, what's the name of this show? <laughs> it is the woman in the house across the street from the girl. In the window. Text that shit to me after the show, please. Oh, I know. Yeah, I know. I know you gonna. I know you gonna want to see this. I'm gonna <laughs> watch that after I do the episode tonight. <laughs> Square beauty. It's a. It's it's good stuff, man. But uh, it's yeah, a, it's, a, been it's a movie man? or an episode. Um, it is. TV? It's like a TV. It's like a mini series. It's how many it's, episodes? It's like. It's like seven to ten episodes of like 20, 24 to twenty six minute episodes. Yeah, tell me the name of the show and the deets if you know what I mean. But yeah, man, I this week I've been <laughs> I've been watching uh, Rick and Morty. Cause they had a new season drop, and I don't be fucking doing that wait a week to week to week on the episode unless I just found the TV show like. I found out like, oh damn, the new Tommy fucking universe shit coming, uh, the 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 what you call them from power, uh force. So I was like, okay, so I watched that shit week to week. But next year, I'm gonna just wait till the whole season done and then face that shit like I did with Tariq shit. Cause I ain't watched none of that shit week to week. And when the finale hit, I watched all 10. But uh Rick and Morty finally hit Hulu. And uh bruh, these niggas. I don't, like, I feel like, man, maybe I haven't consumed enough shit because I ain't never seen stories told like these motherfuckers tell stories. Because I only know if they telling stories because they be deliberately trying to break storytelling archetypes and narratives and shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just a wild ass setup, but it's a good ass season, though. I enjoyed it. And it made me realize how I'm going to do our uh, movie review things. I'm going to set up the uh, thing. And then just record and stop whenever I got something to say. 
and then take them and them gonna be the clips. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. But yeah, because I going through them episodes, I was like, damn, I wish I could just capture this. Or maybe I'll put voice memos together or something. I don't know, but I'm gonna just make sure I can capture it as I watch the stuff. And then it's gonna be easier to put it together at the end. You know what I'm saying? Now was the whole like up from the from the beginning of Rick and Morty to this point, all of it is on Hulu right now. Yeah, all of it's on Hulu, but the newest season just dropped. So that's what I watched. It's just the newest season because I had seen everything okay. else. How many seasons is it all together? How far behind? I say now? five. Okay, you ain't never seen this terrible. shit. I didn't seen like maybe a handful of episodes. This shit fire as fuck though. It's the type of show where you you, could you watch, put me on it. You could you could you could uh if it was like uh what they call it a hunch party and you was just pulling keys out of hat. It don't matter what episode you watched. It was going to be amazing. But if you watch it in order, it is dope as fuck because it does follow an arc, even though each individual episode is enjoyable without knowing what's going on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I kind of want to study because like shows that are that good, especially like, I don't know if The Simpsons really, I, you know, The Simpsons do follow an arc. South Park follows an arc to a degree, I guess. I Simpsons in probably 15, 20 years ago. Yeah, I ain't really... Shit. But I know it's it's still yeah, around, South right? Park and all the new wave of cartoons. I was like, oh, it's cartoons that be doing more than this little shit. Give me that. <clears throat> it's crazy that they kept predicting the future. I missed a lot of what was coming next had I been watching. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> they was watching us even if we weren't watching it. That's for damn show. I might have to get on this uh, Rick and Morty, though, because I hear, obviously, you talk about it a good bit. Not too much, but you put me on it. And then I heard, like, a few people that I, I respect, they taste in, in cinema and television. Uh, they introduced me to it, man. And so, like, the first episode I ever saw was Pickle Rick. And so I've been... Yeah, I showed you that shit, didn't I? Yeah. Yeah. I think I think I think I thought like, bro, you gotta watch this fucking episode. Yeah, that's, that's when I moved. Yeah, when I was out there in the A. Point. Yeah. First episode I ever saw was Pickle Rick, and then we went to the the Morty. one where they uh. Hey yo, Morty. That's that's an iconic episode, there, boy. That's a good one. Yeah. And so to be able to come up with yeah, that that's a crazy idea. I, I'm gonna turn him into a pickle. And like, buddy, I don't know who ain't seen that episode of TV, but you need to go see it. Like that, it, it's it's one of a kind. Like the things that that Pickle Rick was doing in that damn sewer. <laughs> what they do in twenty two like, minutes is magical, because the 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 limits that they are given and what they do with it, yo. <laughs> Shit, crazy. It's insane, man. What, Did you watch Bojack what, Horseman? You put me on that too. I started watching a little bit of it. Will Arnett, man. After after Lego Batman, I said I watch anything this nigga do because I loved him from uh, what's the shit that made me fuck with Jason Bateman? It's the Family that made me fuck with Michael Sarah that led me to Superbad. What's the name of that show? It's a family of niggas. The Bluth. The name of the family is Bluth. Michael Bluth. 
it got canceled and picked arrested development. But I never um, saw that one. Yeah, man. Will Arnett funny as fucking that shit. He played shockingly. He he played he played Jason Bateman brother. So imagine Jason Bateman doing his uh his his Luke Wilson, his straight man to the funny guy. Will Arnett is the lunacy for seven seasons. And he fire as fuck throughout that bitch. But yeah, he what made me go fuck with Bojack Horseman. And that's your weird as fuck. It's dry as fuck. Like, I probably only seen two-thirds of the episodes while watching the whole season because I watched it doing a bunch of other shit. But some of the shit was so jarring and crazy. Like, I'd watch a, a season back-to-back. So I watched it straight through, but I didn't go to season four. I watched season three twice. And then I got through the story. And it was shit in the fucking intro that happened in season six. And I was like, what the fuck? It was some J.K. Rowling type shit. So that, like, if you go back and watch season one and really watch that shit, because I'm going to do that shit at some point. That show not even just really a comedy. That shit a crazy ass story, bro. What is it based on? Like, is it just out of the imagination? Like, what is the, what is the premise? Like, if, he he a I've former episodes. He a former superstar who not famous no more. He had a show with a little girl and um he played a father or whatever, and it was called Bojack Horseman or something. It was like a self-titled show, like the Cosby show. And he just Cosby after the fame, trying to figure shit out. He go and try to get the fame back. He have ups, he have downs. Spoiler alert! You, you care about a spoiler? Uh, uh-uh. because I, pr- I probably the, seen he this. He fucked a little girl from his show at a low moment when he uh depressed and suicidal. He had, yeah, he got like suicidal, and he ended up smacking all. It's the show weird as fuck, bro. That's why like, I said it's not even quite a, a comedy. She came to it's his just house, like, a, she, like for like a party or something. Like she was, she was strung out. Like she hit like superstardom and like was strong. She was out. two years old, but he broke her trying to justify his own brokenness. The show weird as fuck. If you watch that bitch and get into it, let watch it and talk about that shit periodically on the show. Like the good old days when they would come to come to lunch and be like, "Nigga, you seen that new episode of South Park?" <laughs> fuck you guys, I'm going home. Oh, he seen that shit. Yeah, that used to be a good time. Y'all, you niggas will never know what that feel like. <laughs> <laughs> in the, the got lunchroom? a weird childhood they gotta grow up in bro yeah they do think about the fact that niggas don't know how to talk to nigga father cause they don't never have to talk to nigga father we had to talk to a bit father before we talked to her every time we called the house growing up yeah yeah hey Mr. Johnson how you doing sir yes my mama doing okay Yes, sir. I'm doing well. Yep, still straight A's. Yes, sir. Talk to this nigga for five minutes. Sherelle at the grocery store with her mama. You motherfucker! <laughs> you know, I, God, now I gotta do this all. Now I gotta do this all over again when she comes back. I'm not calling back tonight because then she get home. David call. She know not to call my house. 
Don't you call my motherfucking house. Cause my mama gonna start sitting down that door, but she crazy that a motherfucker. And she gonna be like, who this here calling my house playing on my goddamn phone? <laughs> Talking to your daddy or your mama. They gonna be like, what in the hell is happening? Yeah, and that's a and funny thing. <laughs> also, like back in the day when you was having like those interactions. Money to block like, a nigga. You gonna be my on the other ahead. side of that shit. Like you was having them conversations. And one day you're going to be having them conversations from a different perspective <laughs> as, as a as a pops. And you're going to realize, yeah, like, and then it ain't going to be your house. Like, you don't even get that no more. Because you ain't going to be able to pick up, like, uh, who calling your cell phone? Like, motherfuckers ain't got landlines no more. I already done research that you could make it to where it's called Florida. Somebody call my daughter number. It's going to call my shit first, and I'm going to have to transfer that shit. <laughs> Hello, you reached the listless phone. What? <laughs> yeah, nigga, what you want? <laughs> it's Sam <something> Perk. <laughs> she said she could talk on the phone at 10. I don't give a fuck what she said. I just told you what time it was. <laughs> but you know what time it is, young nigga. <laughs> exactly. And to be honest, I just lied. I only know if you could do that shit. But by then, you should be able to. By the time I got a daughter. <laughs> By the time she need a phone, you feel she gonna try to come out that family plan as soon as she can. Good luck. Good luck. I ain't gonna do it like my mama did. She told me when I could pay for my own shit, that's when I can get a cell phone. I ain't gonna do it like I got did. <laughs> I don't wanna have to go through that whole dead that. Totally, she wanted to go through that. You feel me? So what I probably do is uh be a dick about it for about like from from like you know what I'm saying for like twelve to fifteen, and then as soon as she could goddamn operate a vehicle, she need to be able to operate a goddamn cell phone and not get herself kidnapped or no dumb shit. You feel me? But till about 15, yeah. I'm going to need to know everybody you didn't get your goddamn number to. You feel me? Because yeah. it could get to the point to where a number call and it's a, one of her partners. I just forward that bitch through. Hypothetically. You see what I'm saying? I'm like, oh, no, nah, I ain't yeah. talking to her crazy. Go ahead. Go talk to Alyssa. You feel me? Hypothetically. Alyssa don't exist, y'all. I ain't got no goddamn kids. <laughs> but, uh, I feel like that's a good lie, you know what I'm saying, just to see how it go, you feel me? And hopefully she don't get the way that she try to play you and have some nigga call a listen and then they call on three-way. But, you know, if they got my energy, they're going to figure out a way to do whatever the fuck they want to. But if you're at the point where you can figure it out and make decisions that don't lead to you getting fucked up, you learning life skills. Hey, man, but I'm going to just do my best. and You do your best, goddamn it. We'll figure it out. Cause I'm a <laughs> win, lose, or draw. I'm gonna help you figure shit out or celebrate. You feel what I'm saying? I'm yeah. gonna do my best. You do your best, goddamn. And we go tiki ha ha until we can't, goddamn. <laughs> you feel me? <laughs> Fuck that shit. But yeah, man. New season of Rick and Morty is crazy as parenting probably would be if I'm blessed with the opportunity. Shouts out to the universe and uh and uh. I, I give myself a lot of credit for successfully family planning, but I give all credit to the universe and hope that it also has in its plans at least four big-headed ass babies. You did what I'm talking about? And on that note, 
father COD. <laughs> I was trying to come up with a uh, with a cool ass uh segue like past the COD or yeah, father the bride COD. <laughs> City of Dadhood. Um, let me give me you some insights into how he gonna help father these these youngins when he get the opportunity because it's gonna happen for him. Uh, Better at their nickname shit. Do you you should have been like this is Damilinia Cabezas and that was La See You Dad. Bang bang! I did. Yeah. What's the name of them? What's the name of them show? Uh, them them work them ways that's uh sound the same as they do English to Spanish. You remember that text message I sent you? What's the name of? You do I was about to say synonym homonyms. I don't remember the name of them either, so I let y'all off the hook. But that's that's like that's a little play play on the thing of the thing. See you, Dad. Do your thing, man. I don't know what the hell. Oh, I do know what's next. I got it right there. Yeah, you do. Can I do, Will you do me a you? favor? <laughs> Janks. It wasn't Janks, but would you give me some headlines? Yes, sir. Could you? Can you hear me good? I can. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna start asking that, but you know, it's the first. It's the first with this, and then I'll... right. If if I can't hear you, though, I'm gonna let you know. That's the thing. If I trusted Josh, shut the hell up. Fair point. <laughs> That's my fault, though. Go ahead, do that favor. And I shut up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, man. First headline comes from Atlanta Black Star. The headline reads All Black varsity golf team make history after winning state championship title. That is from. Atlanta Black Star. The next story comes from, and I'm waiting for it to reload. Wow, they really tried to play me right there. And they ain't gonna try to do it a second time. I'm gonna let it reload. We go to the next one. Guinness, Guinness World Records.com. The youngest opera singer, Victory Brinker, breaks record at age seven. My eyes getting ready for, and yeah, it's because are. I got contacts in. It ain't the reefer, y'all. I got stronger energy than that out here. Because, <laughs> <laughs> oh, he said I got stronger energy than that. The next story comes from <laughs> La Prensa Latina. Colombia seizes 140 tarantulas being smuggled to Mexico. And the next story from one of my favorite outlets, Golf Digest, Masters 2022. This video of Tiger Woods practice round Sunday at Augusta will get us all even more irrationally excited. You need me to read those headlines back for you? Oh, because I didn't know I had to switch over to uh, because my my handheld headline played me. I had to switch over to the digital. Um, well, they are digital. 
I had to switch over to the desktop. I got to do some players shit and have your show instincts up and say, and I'm going to get them to you one more time. I ran to try and figure out where my eye drops were. And I looked in the mirror and I was like, oh, my eyes is white. The fucking TV screen is red. But are they red? Because when I looked in the mirror, my eyes was white. There's a red tint to them. You You still got that red tint to you. Oh, yeah, that might be the green. Making all this dope ass brown to red pop because you know it's a lot of red and brown. Yeah, yeah. And plus, I'm red. Can you see the red in my hair? Hey, bro, I thought it was just my mama who had turned red in the sun. My hair red as fuck. It's only black at the fucking root. The longer it get, the redder it get. Darth Allen, man. Them crazy James. But yeah, man, I'm thinking, I'm thinking that third one sound tempting, but run back through the hole for me and the people legs. Yeah, yeah. We from we the Atlanta Black Star. We had 30 minutes. From the Atlanta Black Star, all black varsity golf team make history after winning state championship title. From the Guinness World black. Records Records book. Youngest opera singer, Victory Brinker, breaks record at age seven. The third story from La Prensa Latina. Colombia seizes 140 tarantulas being smuggled to Mexico. And the final headline from Golf Digest, Masters 2022. This video of Tiger Woods practice round Sunday at Augusta will get us all even more irrationally excited. Yeah, man, I think I, I think I'm gonna stick with number Trey, man. Them tarantulas being smaller than Mexico sound. <laughs> that that whole shit just sounds fire. And I'm I'm kind of sick of first and ESTs and shit, man. And the more I heard you read them headlines, the more I thought, you know what we're going to do? Give me some headlines. Is we're going to go talk to the nigga that came in seventh. We're going to go tell the stories niggas really never hear. <laughs> we're like, hey, homie, can I holler at you? Because we're going to be able to interview them niggas and go home for the winner even crown. You feel me? <laughs> <laughs> nigga who lose in the first round at the ping pong tournament. <laughs> How long did you practice, my nigga? To be honest with you, bro, I just came out here and said this. This feel like a good afternoon. All right, so what you got planned next? Cause you got your ass whipped. Did you plan on getting your ass whipped, or was was shit more serious than you thought it was? Could you have done better had you prepared? Be honest with yourself, cause we we saw it just happen. Like we finna go interview them niggas, bro. I think that'd be a good time. What you think? It's a lot better. It's a lot better. Yeah, it's a lot better story. You know what I'm saying? They're not going to be thanking God and Jesus for ping pong trophies and shit. You know what I'm saying? We're going to be able to talk to the, go to the dodgeball tournament and talk to everybody after they lose. Don't talk to no one. I guarantee you they start thanking God and Jesus after the ping pong (laughs) Who else would you think? Bro, bro, man, I got to, bro, I think I'm going to go ahead and bust out of Houston, G. Because if we find a dodgeball league to cover, and we going to shoot that bitch and interview people. 
like make it a thing like we the scores table as when you get eliminated you got to come by us and you, you ain't got to speak but we're gonna have a mic if you feel like let me y'all seeing that shit that shit hit me in the face didn't it that's a little nah bro it, hit you, it got you in the neck or two get out of here man. <laughs> you know what i'm saying like bro the interview niggas as they get eliminated would be awesome cuz that shit is funny that yeah because whenever your homeboy got put out and <laughs> came over to the side he always had like that. <laughs> that shit was fun. That nigga always had a crazy excuse, man. How you gonna throw at somebody left leg like that, bro? Bro, we had like, a nigga on our team who would always jump. It don't matter if it was a kid or if it was a nigga who was six ten running at him. He would jump, and he had hops, so he just pulling his knees up to his crotch. So the target, big and fuck, <laughs> that nigga hit in the shin so much, cuz. You seen it? I thought I had him. I said, you jumped, but nothing moved, cuz. <laughs> Go left, right. That's your shit from now on. He was like, nah, I think I got it. I was like, okay. Them big ass, nope. them big, he probably, did he have heavy legs? He had cankles? <laughs> oh, yeah. Ain't nobody throwing at your feet, my nigga. If nigga throw at your kneecap, you jump. They hitting you. You feel me? You're not jumping higher than your kneecaps is. You off the ground. You It feel exciting, but you're not dodging shit. We used to be out there cartwheeling and everything, man. We came out that bit wild. And at the time, I was not P-sized. But when P, like the way I got on the team is when P couldn't go, he sent me in his spot. And I played as well as P. So that was like, when other people didn't show up, they was like, man, I got such and such t-shirt, bring Dave. So I'd be out there playing in mediums and <laughs> and all kind of shit. Am I, am I lying, P? No. <laughs> man, I done played in a ladies, uh, a ladies large before. That shit had the crop, like, sleeves and everything. Niggas was like, what's up with dude? It looked like they had Frankenstein me in the lab. <laughs> and my old shirt used to, you feel what I'm saying? <laughs> Hey, uh, that's a good time, G. We got yeah. We just decided, man. We ESPN the Ocho from henceforth, bro. We covering dodgeball and weird. The sport. Ocho. <laughs> we the Ocho, cuz. <laughs> GSH the Ocho. We gonna cut. We we gonna cut you. We gonna cover all that crazy shit. Cover Ocho. Dodgeball is such a great sport, man. Bro, right. it's fantastic. I never knew it had rules and shit. Once I knew Dodgeball was like, that movie opened up a world to me, bro. And I was glad I could find my brethren. As soon as I get healthy, I'm back at it. And that shit was crazy also. It's like, man, like it's it's like it's whole leagues of sports that you played as a child. And your mama was probably like, man, grow up. You can't like video games. It's video game leagues where cats making bank. And then you got, like, I was out in Vegas and saw, like, a whole esports arena, bro. Like, it's crazy out there. And, like, what they've turned the, like, what they've turned the, uh, uh, the sport into. And then you got, um, they got tag. They got tag leagues. But that shit, like, they got, like, monkey bars and obstacles and shit that motherfuckers be jumping over cats out there and knee pads and shit flying in between shit like they WWE wrestlers and shit, bro. The thing like that, that I realized as a kid, and it fucked my teacher up on career day, because they had me what I wanted to be, and at the time, I thought I was still, you know what I'm saying, I might go be a ninja, you feel me? And yeah. um, she was like, 
we're we're having real answers. We have a firefighter coming in. We have a chef coming in. And I was like, so how many? <laughs> and I raised my hand and I was like, so how many five year old grandmasters are there? And she's like, what do you mean? I said, there isn't anything on the planet that is ran by kids. There isn't one thing that a kid is obsessed with that he should have to let go of if he want to do it the rest of his life. If you obsessed with cartoons, grown ass people make them cartoons. She kicked me out of the class because I cuss. I'm like, grown ass people make them cartoons. Grown ass people make Barney. It don't matter what shit you obsessed with as a kid. Not holding on to it because the nigga told you you had to grow up was dumb as fuck. Guess who guess who become ninjas? Niggas who take karate and then go study that shit for 20 years. They told you to give it up before you turn 12 to get a real job. That shit insane. Yeah. And and we talked about this on uh, Mental Health Monday. If you Mm -hmm. fail at becoming a ninja, you spend your life educating people who probably may go on to live your dream. And you're close to what made you happiest in life. That spark that made you light up. And you out there breaking boards and teaching motherfuckers how to tap into their inner self and their power and helping people who may be struggling with all kind of other shit. Like, <laughs> you stupid motherfucker. I damn nigga, boy. Nah. Don't grow up. If you young and you hear this and somebody telling you you need to grow out or whatever you obsessed with, tell them kiss your ass. If you a football player who just sure you making it to the NFL and it's a nigga telling you only 1% of this and only 1%, tell them to suck a fat nut and hit them books hard, do well, take science seriously, and go get your goddamn physical sign, goddamn personal trainer, goddamn license. Go do a three and two so you can leave as a junior if you do go to the NFL and come back and do two years and go get the, the other PCO degree, nigga. Be able to be a sports trainer. And be in the NFL even if you ain't on the field for the rest of your goddamn life. Man, don't let these nigga tell you not to go chase your dream, but just chase that motherfucker like, like you playing tag, like my nigga P brought up. Slap, slap that, slap the butt cheeks if that's all you can get on that motherfucker. You feel what I'm saying? Smack yeah, them cheeks yeah. up. They it. You that's it. You feel me? Get what you yeah. can. Yeah, man. To iterate that shit, bro. Don't do anything in this life that you don't enjoy doing because somebody told you like you should be doing this because you are of certain age or this is how quick, people do it quick quote well, from people jim been- carrey father after being laid off from a job he had worked at for 15 years and they lost their house and he had been fighting for a long time and uh chasing his dreams of doing comedy and at that point he had finally come aboard and he said son Chase your dreams, cuz you can fail at what you don't want. So you might as well go try to succeed at what you do. I seen that shit. I said, God damn. You could fail at what you don't want. So you might as well spend your life trying to do what you do. I like, man, let get it. <laughs> Fucking let go. I spent 35 years trying to do this shit. It did die happy. I'm good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We'll this figure this shit out. Nah, Let that's a real draw, shit. Nigga. I'm all the way to fuck in, bro. We to the moon with it. That's some real shit. 
I wish I had a, a drink next to me, but I do not, man. It's like Can we get into this hot story? gossip about spiders in Mexico? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> that juicy From guy. La Prensa Latina, bilingual, <laughs> bilingual media. <laughs> Colombia seizes 140 tarantulas being smuggled to Mexico. Bogota, Colombian. Uh, what? Stop for you. Colombian authorities thwarted an illegal attempt to smuggle scores of tarantulas from this capital to from it, this capital to Mexico. Bogota's environment secretariat. Okay, all right. From this capital to Mexico, Bogota's envi- environment secretariat said Thursday. Boof. I don't like how they wrote that. That agency said it worked with it the national police. It, it, boy, giving me the blues. That agency said it worked with the National Police to recover more than 140 tarantulas that were to be sent from El Dorado International Airport to a Central American country and eventually to Mexico. Those large spiders were confiscated after a delivery company reported the discovery of strange objects during screening procedures at the airport's cargo terminal. When the professionals from the Environment Secretariat and members of the National Police's Environmental and Ecological Unit arrived at the place to inspect the cargo. They determined that 143 tarantulas of the Info Order Myga Lomorphe were camouflaged inside a chest set. The statement said 12 of the 143 spiders had died due to have. Um, due to having been transported improperly in plastic bags and not having received adequate ventilation. The shipment, whose final destination was Mexico City, lacked the respective environmental permits and licenses necessary for the use, transport, or sale of that wildlife, the statement added. The confiscated animals were taken for medical, nutritional, and biological care to Bogota's Center for the Attention, Assessment, and Rehabilitation, of wild flora and fauna. Authorities are trying to determine from which facility the spiders were stolen before deciding whether to release or resuscitate them. The Bogota Environmental Authority recalled a similar attempt last December by a pair of German citizens to smuggle wildlife out of the country via the El Dorado International Airport. In that case, authorities seized 232 spiders, nine spider eggs, a scorpion with seven of its young, and 67 cockroaches that were being transported in 210 plastic containers and rolls of photographic film. They had roaches on purpose? You see me though? You caught that? Yeah, yeah. Give me a yeah, yeah when you catch it. You feel me? But, yeah, yeah. uh, yeah, that shit crazy as fuck, bro. Sound like they got the Noah's Ark of weird shit. I wonder who that will fuck. <laughs> who trapped they just fucked up is what, like what they, they yeah, right, exactly. Like, like that's weird as fuck. That's why I had to hear more. I had to, I knew it wasn't just spiders. They was like, ooh, people hate spiders. That's gonna draw them in. These niggas got scorpions. These niggas, did they say spider eggs? How the hell they had spider nine eggs. spider eggs? What spider is big enough to where they was able to count the eggs, nigga? A big fucking spider. <laughs> I think a spider is is that little shit to be in the web that look like they poop the cotton ball. The, the whole sack, yeah. Yeah, the whole yeah, these sack niggas, of cotton. These niggas had fucking dinosaur spider is Like, what the fuck? 
And then you see what's crawling behind me. I'm glad it switched. That shit gave me the heebie the jeebie. I was about to say, whoa. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, man. Spiders, man. That's a, I like spiders, but they also scare the dog shit out of me because you they don't make a sound. Like you you feel them before. If you don't see them, you feel them next. <laughs> I just you you never hear them running up on you. When it kills you, man. <laughs> Bro, yeah. We used to have these big ass banana spiders in between the trees behind the basketball goal in Alabama. Uh at our old place, man. And Whenever that ball used to roll over there by that little fire pit where them damn spiders was, bruh, that shit used to, boy, they used to have this thick-ass yellow web that was sticky, and I would run into that shit, man, and it'd be on you. had this like, sticky-ass yellow web that was sticky. Man, and it stick to your ass for days, it felt like. And that shit was pure fucking torture. But for the love of baloncesto, that's basketball in Spanish for the folks who don't know. But yeah, the man. ones that look like they yellow jackets, cause them bitches, them bitches could get big too. To my banana spiders. Yeah, yeah. Bitch, you'd be around the gamma house all the time. Oh, up there in them woods and in, in, in oh, the they, they're I'm all sure over Georgia too. Back in the day when I used to have a different career, I used to run to the bitches all the time, boy. I used to get down, knock the edge of they fucking uh, web down, and keep it moving. <laughs> you good, homie? I don't want no beef because I'm not finna come do this shit one on one, and I ain't finna spray no pesticide, nigga. I'm gonna get down. I'm gonna get a lighter and a spray can, and I'm gonna torch your black ass. That's what we gonna do. <laughs> I set a, a spider on fire. Try the scariest thing in the world is to step on a spider and watch 50 spiders pour out from under your foot, kind of egg sack broken, and it was like a woof. Spiders. Because you think one of these niggas gonna want to avenge that death. <laughs> or Adrian, I don't know if I'm gonna catch y'all 50, but you hit them with that fire, everything burn. You feel me? And it don't have time to kick the egg sack. Man, one of the scariest movies I ever seen in my entire life was Arachnophobia. You ever seen that shit? Boy, hell yeah, I was doing everything I could and not mention it, so I ain't picture it. Yeah, this key. Yeah, I seen that shit. Talk about it. Yeah, that's that's what that's what that 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 image got reminded me of. I was like, oh, that shit was good. They were so good, I never watched them twice. <laughs> they was believable as shit. They was as believable yeah. as bruh. And then, you know, I'm from the country country. You remember they had the tick one that were the same premise pretty much, but it was ticks. It was like Paramount trying tick. to get their yeah. money off of it. Boy, they used to tell me story about ticks all the time. Had me scared. To this day, I yeah. need to go get a checkup on the little something that I think might be a tick bite. Scared the shit out. I'm pretty sure it's just a, a scare. It like if I scratch it, it swell up. But I'm like, nah, that might be a tick bite. <laughs> Them bitches get in. Did you ever see the movie Tremors? Yeah, yeah, I got that bitch on uh, on the hard drive. I keep tremors. That's a that's a good one. That was funny though. That wasn't too scary, scary to me. That shit was fun. Like them big ass earthworms. <laughs> <laughs> I like Still, I like the premise though. I just drive until I don't see them no more. Cause they gonna dominate a part of the country. They ain't they ain't gonna want the whole country. I come back down to Georgia. If they in the Midwest, I come to Georgia. Ain't no way in hell they coming for this red clay. They don't want none of this. 
I remember watching that movie. And they were somewhere with like rocks. It was like, I feel like it was New Mexico or some shit like that where they was at. Some off offshoot ass um, city state. But that movie was funny. Yeah, that movie was funny. I remember how they got rid of it at the end. Uh, and that shit was, I let that shit you know. I'm playing the energy. I'm one of them type niggas with them type movie, boy. Yeah. You talking about tremors or uh, tremors? Arachnophobia. Okay, yeah, now nah, I remember tremors. tremors. Yeah, that's that shit was that shit was good stuff. Oh, you know exactly how they got rid of that damn uh, that spider. The same thing you did to that motherfucker. They, they lit his yeah. ass up. Hey, to this day, that's what I do, boy. It's the only reason I keep oil sheen at the crib. They hit buddy with the uh, yeah, they, yeah, they they hit buddy with that oil sheen. <laughs> lit his ass on fire. From what I, I remember, chick through that bitch, she just spraying that oil sheen in the house. Like, what the fuck you doing? She's like, yeah. This ain't what this ain't how your dream look like that. I say, hell no. Nah. Oh, you that shit for number killing spiders, goddamn. <laughs> she was like, what the fuck? Yeah, this shit sitting out. I said, nigga, spiders be round, but they ain't round no more. Yeah, you talking about. But uh yeah, you gotta hide your coconut oil. See, see, they just assume they gonna come and get your natural hair product because you're a nigga with dread. Mm-mm. The coconut oil hard to find. Even at my crib. That shit hidden, Chuck. That shit ain't just sitting out for anybody to come get the creams and the salves, the moistures. You know what I mean? <laughs> I got lotion sitting on the counter. I don't have moisturizer sitting on the counter. I don't put lotion on my face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here, yeah, shit. Nigga be hiding in his, his salves, cuz. But I feel like he better go through all your shit anyway, though. I've seen a little video on the uh, on the internet. And uh, women were laughing, having a public inside joke about how the first thing they do when they go to a nigga house is go through all of the shit in his bathroom. If it's a room that the door closes and they in there without you, they go through everything in that motherfucker. <laughs> I was like, if a nigga did that at a female house, they would be disgusted. You know what I'm saying? How is it as Yeah, a you definitely can't touch anybody yeah. How y'all as a community talking about, yeah, girl, first date. The first date? You think you entitled to all that information? I want to know what prescriptions a nigga on and everything. You want to know nigga got high blood pressure? <laughs> Leukemia? You all in this nigga business and everything. So how long you Not been trying to do with football? Long term. <laughs> hey, that shit crazy though, bro. That's a hell of a thing, bro. Uh... Yeah, when so I found that shit out, those medical pills. I was like, "Yeah, I need to find a label maker so I can make fake labels and shit." It just put silly shit in um in my cabinet. <laughs> like I, I dead ass in my uh in my little idea notebook, I wrote down three or four different types of pills, like uh penis reduction pills. <laughs> like is she going? Does she go through my cabinet? Ooh, damn, that thing too big. <laughs> yeah, girl, you better watch that now. But that ignorant shit. And if she come back and out and ask me about something stupid, one, I know she's stupid. And two, I know she went through that shit. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, I put a label on shit to say like dragon tooth. <laughs> <laughs> really start a really start a mystery in that bitch. 
dragon tooth. <laughs> that motherfucker googling some weird shit. <laughs> yeah, I do silly shit. Like when I know a chick going through my phone, I change my mama number to do not answer. So she picked that up. Oh yeah, go ahead and pick that up. Hello, who this is calling Dave's phone? Who the fuck this is picking up my son's phone? <laughs> yeah, go ahead and talk. Don't pass me that. Yeah, go ahead and talk to Dorothy. Let her let her give you some, give you some of that work, 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 work. Yeah, yeah. I told you I'll touch my goddamn phone. I ain't gonna argue with you. I'm gonna just give you incentive. This is because always talking about he don't hate women. Setting them up for what the they got to do with hey women. <laughs> then I switch your name to Papa John's. Why is Papa John's calling you? <laughs> Hello, who? Why the fuck are you always answering my son's phone? Damn. <laughs> yeah, keep on playing with me. Keep on playing. Don't answer my goddamn phone, yo. <laughs> I don't care who it is. You ever heard anybody but me pick up my phone? It worked. That's all I'm gonna say. I've never had anybody that tried to pick up my phone <laughs> or, get, or, or would take the courtesy. The situation is I don't ever be up to nothing. So motherfuckers is always looking for something because it got to be something because it's always something. You know what I'm saying? No, I don't. I get it. But I don't yeah, know. That's, that's, that's what I keep running into. I got to be up to some shit. So they looking for some shit to confirm that they should be as paranoid as they are. But I don't be up to nothing. Anything I'm up to, I'm transparent about. That's what's up. <laughs> hey, I want to compile all the footage of your, your relationship advice on that show. <laughs> that's a show that. in it. That, that's a show that's in its own. Man. That just don't argue with it. If she doing shit y'all wanted to do, either don't give her access or oh no, that's irrelevant. Like very, very seldom we haven't talked about relationship stuff since like episode eighteen or some shit. It's because every time I throw something to you, be like, man, I don't know, uh, bro. If you only talk about the shit, you know, we'll talk about. And I, I think I yelled at you last time we talked about it, so we just shelved relationships. <laughs> He's like, look, nigga, if I don't know, I don't know. And I'm like, nigga, hypothetically, he said, can't even put myself in the hypothetical. Wouldn't do it. <laughs> I'm like, fuck you. I was like, why are we talking about it then? He said, I don't know. This your show. This is CODFD operation. And that was the last straw. He's like, fuck it. What are we talking about? He can't hit me with the He-Man woman haters. Need to have impromptu motherfucking Dr. Phil, Dr. P motherfucking relationship session. I had a chick send me a subliminal on the date map. <laughs> Shot to switch up bio to, yeah, let's match. Wait a minute, let's set up a profile. Uh, add pictures, just blah 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 to set up a profile. Swipe right at match, and then never say anything. Are you here for a connection or not? And I was like. Good grief. <laughs> I just got shit to do. You feel what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I got shit to do. It ain't no reason to hit you up if I ain't finna do nothing with your ass. That's all. Crickets. 
So why you match though? Like why did you swipe right if you wasn't going? If y'all matched, I be, you, I be you, 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 ob- I you obviously was, I be going left and right. I just be dead. Something to do. Is it a psychological thing? Like oh, I, I, I still got it. Like uh, because if if it's somebody you swipe, it's not right about on, do swipe. I still got it. I'm just on the app, just doing shit while I'm doing shit, literally. So when you're I'm not just busy. Keep it busy. Yeah, like I'm in there stirring soup, waiting on the next time I gotta flip a steak, just randomly doing shit. But I mean, she I mean, she right, well, she right for sending you sending you that subliminal. Why are you wasting your time wasting her time? You wasting your time wasting, wasting her time. Or her time, because your time is right. But this the thing. <laughs> When the time is right, why the fuck do I need to hope that they magically, the algorithm pop up down the line? When the time is right, if I feel like going a little wine and painting or some shit, why can't I just be like, what the business is? What the business is? What the business is? And whoever responds for that, who the fuck I'm going with? <laughs> that young lady, fuck that young lady, the clock, could. that young lady clock is ticking and she came and, on there for a reason. And it's millions and, of people on that fucking app. Don't be waiting on me. And if I hit you up and you already got something else going on, what was fucking me? Cause unmatch it. I don't give a fuck. Don't 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 big mad at unmatch it. That's all I'm gonna say. Don't big mad at unmatch it. You got the power. It's 2022. Kick a nigga to the curve before I even step on that motherfucker. Year. You hear that, ladies? Do not go on these dating apps swiping right, matching <laughs> with somebody, expecting the shit. Give it twenty four to forty. Give it forty eight hours. Like first forty eight. Give it the first forty eight. Nah, give it forty eight hours, ladies. That nigga don't hit you up. Move on. Nah, that's stupid. Forty eight days. Yeah, why not? I mean, that's up to y'all. Like I said, I don't know nothing about that lifestyle no more. (laughs) It did my biggest thing, bro. It's gonna be more like you could you could be mad and move on. I I'ma just not be mad and move on. If it that's all. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm speaking for these y'all like that. Maybe they not mad. They just you know. But the thing that I don't understand is you know how I move. Had certain things went differently in the past month or so, I'd already put the trigger. You feel me? But I like to, you know what I'm saying, have certain shit sort of that. So I'm a chill. And I don't give a fuck how it play out because I know what's for me ain't going nowhere. I ain't never missed a meal. That's that's fine. Uh, it's Man. just funny. You be trying to make me uh, He-Man woman haters. I'm just COD love Decatur. I love me some me and I'm going to choose me first, goddamn. And I don't give a fuck no, how I was just play out after that. One- yeah, I'm, I'm good yeah. and happy, G. I would just waste my time doing other shit. When I was on the maps, but I we two different people. Yeah, how you on that app? But yeah, you got me on the app, app asking bitches what book they read and, and getting ghosted, nigga. You'll be on them apps doing no savagery. I do not know. You know, I'm gonna go respond right now, P. What you want me to say, cuz? Check up, nigga. I go pick shout up. We smoke a couple of them things on the way to Stone Mountain. We just walk around the goddamn nature trail a little bit. You feel me? Good time. Go grab a little bite to eat at a coffee shop. That's a good ass afternoon. You feel me? Come back home, make two beats, man. I'm having a good time, man.
That's that's good time. I be chilling, man. I be low key, bro. I don't be on no bullshit. I appreciate you telling the other people that and and me. <laughs> nah, man, we having a conversation. Is this a conversation on Wes and not? We not having a conversation. It is. It is. So like the whole. Like, I've only really been around you when you've had one, um, like for one, like in adulthood, one girlfriend. And so it's a uh, yeah. Cause how you are on the show is not y'all. Don't think that I just be lonely and shit. No, (laughs) that's not even what I'm talking about. I'm talking about like I wasn't around for that one. I wasn't around for that one. For a piece of it, I think. No, you was using Texas like a motherfucker. Mm -hmm. You right? Go ahead though. I'm sorry. Yeah, this interesting. I like where it's going. Nah, so it's interesting for me. Like to see how you are with the person versus how you are on the show. Because when you get a person, when you're without a person, it's completely different than when you're with a person. That when you're with somebody, you, the, the, this ain't the person you are <laughs> at all. It means something. And that's the biggest thing, bro. It, it means something. It's different. But I mean, I don't even think that's the duality of man. It's just me knowing what I want and knowing what I don't want. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. I be on some player shit. I don't even argue. <laughs> Not even player shit, but like, I don't even argue with a motherfucker unless I care. About anything, bro. I mean anything. It could be 60 degrees in the house. And the it how the hell in here? I do my best to make it 50 and then just never have her at my house again. <laughs> I ain't arguing with a motherfucker about nothing. Is that my girl? I got to figure out how to coexist with her. So we finna figure this fucking thermostat issue out. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Like what I said, but if it's a chick, I'll give a fuck. But I don't argue about nothing. The simplest thing would be like, oh, okay. And it just mean I never see your ass again. But I feel if like I you wouldn't bring somebody into your orbit who you didn't give a fuck about. Like, I don't feel like you spend your time. Like, I don't know how many dates you didn't have with chicks. And you're just like, ah, that was cool. You out of here. But I'm not around as much. Like, yeah, like if said, you and fall between. Two different states. Because I don't invest my, my time, my greatest investment. It ain't even about the money, bro. It's my time. I don't like to give people my time if I don't, if I don't get good energy out of it. You know what I'm saying? So you write in a lot of way, but that part of the shit I run into, bro, because even if I'm not trying to be in a relationship, I'm never just treating anybody bad. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. It's a certain standard of care and just how I was taught to love on another human being, whether we friends, dating, whatever. Like, it's a certain level of consistency and different shit. I, I seek to be a part of who I am as a human being. And motherfuckers that hit me with the the motherfucking yeah, I'm red as fuck. I don't know what's going on with this shit, but my eyes definitely look redder than they is. But then my teeth white as shit, so I'm like, nah, that nigga eyes bloodshot red. <laughs> but uh, shit. But like the shit that I run into is like I can't just date nobody 
and just date them, bro. It's always a well, you doing all this boyfriend shit. I don't see what the point of what 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 did I hurt if it's titles and this, that, and the other. And I'm like, so in order to just be a nigga, you fucking when you broke down on the highway and called me, I shouldn't have came and picked you up and took you to get something to eat and then drove back and waited on the goddamn tow truck and made sure it got picked up and then came and got you from the restaurant. I should have let your ass sit in that hot-ass car. Being a nigga you can rely on mean I need to be your boyfriend if I'm... If I be getting ultimatums and shit from chicks who like, hey, well, either we gonna be this or I don't know if we can continue. And I'm like, well, alright, then I holler at your ass. <laughs> like... But it just be like, God damn. Like, I don't know how to not be there for somebody who around. And then being there make a motherfucker feel like they entitled to my my being. You feel what I'm saying? I'm like, I told you I ain't want a relationship when we started talking. How does me not want a relationship mean... If you call, I shouldn't have picked up. We be talking three, four nights a week. I said, you call me three, four nights a week. Oh, so do you not want me to call you? I said, if I ain't want you to call or if I ain't want to talk, I wouldn't pick up. <laughs> That's how I showed it. I don't feel like talking. Then mother do shit like don't call me to see if I call them. And I only call when I f- have something I feel like talking about or I want to go do something. You only call me when you want something. Imagine that. <laughs> that why I put that line in the song. I was like, oh. Nah, I ain't gonna repeat the line because you're gonna have to try to add it to that woman. <laughs> that woman hated shit. But uh, but bro, I just be simple. I bro. mean, if it's a if it's a lot of the song, I could probably go <laughs> dig it up. <laughs> yeah, you know what line I'm talking about, uh. Yeah, it's, if we, if we play, if we play in that game. Like you record all the things you say, and you got to tell me whether that's and I, if, if I bring it to the drip. court. You got to yeah, you got to tell me whether it's a lie or not. <laughs> Which, I only test when I, I want something. Shout to be texting about fucking nothing. She ain't talking pussy. She ain't pressing the right buttons. But uh, anyway, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty. Don't hard come around me unless you. Yeah, that's not he man woman hate shit at all. <laughs> That's real. That ain't what I'm saying. That ain't what that line mean at all. That ain't what that line mean. Uh, It mean... (laughs) I ain't gonna explain my... I ain't gonna explain my art. Art is to be interpreted, not explained. And I made a commitment to that. That's why I caught myself. Not because I can't explain it and how I meant it. I'm gonna just let him be a dick about that, but uh, no, you got no, nah, you got quiet. <laughs> so the people in the audio was like, "Damn, this nigga, what kind of lie he getting ready to tell?" <laughs> the people, no, I the just people said, in the audio version. Said, what kind of lie he getting ready to tell? You ain't shit, bro. You know, goddamn well. But it really more the energy on uh, get to the point. You feel what I'm saying? One of the things I hate most in the world if for a young lady to call me and ask me what I'm doing. Because if I call you and ask you what you're doing, 
it's cause I want to be doing something with you. And it may be fucking, it may be, Hey, uh, what have you eaten yet? Got there. Let go get something to eat. I'm, I'm, I'm this far away from you. Let go. I want something. If I ask you what you're doing, motherfucker called me and asked me what I'm doing. And then they take the answer and evaluate whether or not I'm free. And then just start fucking talking. I'm like, hold on, hold on, hold on. You asked me what I was doing. That's what I'm doing. Oh, well, if you're too busy to talk, why you pick up? I like hearing from you. I wanted to talk. Well, if you want to talk, then why are you acting like you can't talk? And I'm like, what are we doing here? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What are we doing? But if I tell you I'm fucking mixing some shit, I can't talk for two hours. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's what I mean, I mean by texting about nothing. A motherfucker tell me I text my t- I text back slow, and I'm like, nah, I actually don't. I'm on the fastest texting motherfuckers you deal with. If I'm not doing nothing, but if I'm recording a song, my shit on airplane mode, so it don't go off because my phone is right next to the microphone. So I may get a text uh, and then cut the Wi-Fi off. All, all, yeah. Um, that, that, nah, you hated that. You hated that line from your from that big bro. <laughs> My phone on airplane mode. You hated that line. <laughs> it's You're because like, what the he got to do with the song. Do an intro because <laughs> he had, he said y'all nigga having too much fun. Nigga, I need to get on one of them intros. And I was like. Go ahead, do your thing. And he got on the intro and did that shit. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? This ain't got nothing to do with the... I ain't got shit to do with this. I just thought that I should mention. My phone is on airplane mode. <laughs> Called the bitch and everything. And I was like, for this song? Was that spoil you? Addicted to you? Which one was that he did that shit on? Because uh, you made fun of him on your shit. You was like, he did that shit on the intro? It was mad. We was having too much fun, and then you said, "Yeah, man, I need some some seashells." That shit might have been like shells or shit like that. <laughs> it might have been oh, resume. It, it was. It was very. I promise you, I could find that shit very fast. It wasn't resume, bro. Oh God, I know what it was. Did I delete the holes out the library? What's the name of our albums? Triple Crown. Triple Crown. Career day. Bitch. One guarantee. <laughs> it was an R and B cut. Hey, spoil you was the one where you was turning up. I'm working, bitch. My phone and airplane mode. What the fuck song was that? It had to be next to me, bro. It might be on City Planner. Talk your shit while I find that hole. I'm uh it's your boy. P Henry Trotter the Fourth. AKA Casino P. And right now, we're going to take a brief look into the national championship game on the men's side. And you will understand why I didn't mention I knew it was the women's side later on. It was next to me. What you want, baby, baby, I-
I'm dirty than a motherfucker. I forgot I did that. Ugh. I took that shit off of the version I put on my solo album. That's the one that's on City Planner. The other version is on the... What album was it on for us? Career Career Day Day. is the name of that shit. Yeah. Okay, it's on the Career Day version. Oh, man, I am Quincy. You nigga think they Barry Gordy. I am Barry Gordy, goddammit. Yeah, and I deleted it off of that playlist so that it's only on one of my albums in my catalog. Let's move forward. He was shining, though. I'm pretty sure it's that one, though, because I can't find another song it would be on, bro. Speaking in tongues, wait till they see you smile. It's prepared for flight on here twice. It's this one. Fly, 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 fly. Hella smiggity smacks. Uh, yeah, North Carolina is up on Kansas. Yes, it's this one. 40 to 25 at halftime. The men's basketball championship is 40, North Carolina 40, Kansas 25 at halftime. Look like Hubert Davis is getting in some folks' ass out here. That man Hubert not playing no games. Um, Carolina's best player, Mr. Don't Baycott. Hunt me forever. You, it ain't you, resume. You find it? I cannot find that bitch. It's breaking my heart, dog. I can't, yeah. I, I can't think of what song, like what vibe it was. I didn't think it was an R and B cut, but like it was something that was it was it something that broke fit. the mood, though. It at yeah, it, it, it didn't fit. I, that's that's why I remember it being like a point of not contention, but like a point of what the hell are you talking about? Like we we turned up in this bitch, and like you asked for an intro, like this this is the first because it's it's a lead off verse, I think. It, it might be. be. Uh, no, nah, bro, it was all. Uh, uh, and my body and me no. oh, brand new it's brand new guarantee is brand new I'm willing to put some push-ups on that that's you on the intro, you feel me? 
Oh shit! We was having too much fun on them intros for real. I see why he felt like that. Cause we <laughs> we set them holes off, boy. We got into the bitches and then went up. It's because we had spent so much time crafting the energy on them holes. We knew exactly where we was going. It was uh that shit started with Triple Crown though. Cause if you go back and you listen to um if you listen to that uh shit, what's that one? Fucking hell. It's gonna come to me. It ain't gonna it ain't gonna take long. The joint why I just I come off the fucking rails. Oh do it man. I do it cuz. Oh yeah, that was one of the first song we did on that project too. She that, that let down. me know. She always went down. Like that's like we acted a fool to start that one off. Like that, yeah. The intro was not and thinking then the way about we that looped shit. that bitch back. The timing was so perfect, and this is before we knew how to set the tempo of a session. So we had yeah. to do that shit purely off of instincts. Yeah, that validator, like the yeah, that that yeah. preceding that shit. Cause we turned all the way the fuck up. Cause I think we recorded that intro before we recorded anything else. Like, that was the first thing we recorded. And then we got into the verses and shit. But we we wrote the verses and shit, but, like, we recorded that shit. Like, that shit was a part of, like, the... Yeah, that shit turned all the way up. Niggas might have re-recorded verses and shit, but, like, that shit was a good-ass time. Yeah, that shit was meant to be performed in stadiums, cuz. That shit had such a good kick on it, bruh. Who that was vibes that he did his thing on that bit. We turned up on that hole. Yeah, we we stayed on some vibe beats, some uh, Johnny Giuliano beats. Um, <laughs> yeah, beats they network produced a lot of our early shit. Beats planet, <laughs> beats planet. That's what it was. Beats planet. Be- beats planet. <laughs> I said beats network. Beats planet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then we end up finding out that nigga uh, Wiz Khalifa was shopping them beats too. Yeah, stole a few songs from us that we thought we could go yeah. back and get the little cheap licensing on, and the exclusive rights had been bought. The little George, shit George right here, like hundred bucks. <laughs> this shit, this yeah. a Wiz Khalifa we song. Recorded that OJ. Bomb, we recorded this over six months before oh, that song yeah. dropped. We went back and was like, "Yeah, we need to buy this shit." Like, I bring the Mac out before I bring the stacks out to get you to Purchase the crib so I can blow your freaking back out. Engage in oh, conversation, fun. discussing all your interests. I like when you was a little girl, you wanted to be a gymnast. Well, I'm head over heels, ego under siege. Tonight, what's your dream? In transit, dance on deck. I'm nicknamed Sneeze. Come on and get blessed. All the features you possess, girl, today. they sing to me. You got me feeling like me is the main to be. Mm. Let's get caught up in the moment. Treat it like a rental, won't put a scratch on it. Lil' mama, don't move, I'll grab a glass for us both. The good life is waiting, it deserves another toast. The next step is commandment, do it as it's written. You gotta get up out my aunt bed, you've been bitten. <laughs> well, I mean, I just met her tonight. She was amazing, but I was spectacular. Don't get confused, play at these ladies. I'll call in tomorrow, we'll have lunch. Maybe, uh, but she paying on ticket though. <laughs> your boy in the booth bopping with a full bottle of vodka in his hand, so you know where I'm at. 
Myself, Mr. Needs No Introduction, cause I'm good for your health. Life hill, baby girl. I do you by the good name, talking baseball when I say I slain the wood. Hood as a player could be, take you where you should be. Often VIP with champagne spilling on your Louis V. Show my ass on that course. I was he very excited about that course. <laughs> I was very excited about that. When course. you pitched it, I was like, I don't know about that shit. You was like, you fucked the Flintstones, right? And I was like, where you going with this? <laughs> you fucked the Flintstones, right? Yeah. <laughs> you said that bitch all though. But that shit in that little ass, uh, that little office with no AC. All that used to be so hot up that bitch. Boy, I want to say something that might get you in trouble. Go ahead. Get the podcast. All right, bro. We used to stay in the two bedroom with a loft with three niggas, man. So we we made it like it was a three bedroom. And my nigga P had a dope ass room, minus the privacy. You feel what I'm saying? It had the biggest floor space and shit. Like the shit was in a dope ass location. It overlooked the living room and shit. But when I tell you, when this nigga had some action, I don't care if you had your room clothes, TV on, earplugs in, but you heard the clapping and everything, but shit was reckless out there. I remember my partner came and visited from Sawani, and um, 
Yeah. It was whole beef, man. That nigga PK hole. Did you fuck in my bed? You remember that shit, bro? That nigga yeah, that was a, that was insane, bro. Like that he nigga, was, that, was, was that was strike that too. Was, That's the second time he did that shit. You he did that shit in college. He did that yeah, shit in that college. Story. That nigga be clapping bro. cheeks in your sheets, bro. That's how he get down. Nah, so he didn't clap the cheeks in my sheets, but that nigga laid in my bed and slept in my bed. So I went on a away trip for football. He played basketball. And so he was there. And I had a paramour at the time. Like we was, we wasn't really, we wasn't on that at the time. But when I went away for away games, she didn't like her roommate. So I would give her my room. Like you can you can stay in there, like because me and my roommate both play football. So we was both gone. So I was like, as long as he say it's cool for you to be here, and like we would allow people to stay in our rooms, so like we would let girls stay in our rooms. This was during the Luke day. This was during St. Luke's. Yeah, this is my junior year. Damn. Okay. Okay. So it was somebody that else. Had to be there. It's, okay. Yeah. I know what you're yeah. talking about. Yeah. Live your life. Yeah. And so I would go on these away trips and be like, hey, yeah, just no dudes in our room, and we'll keep it kosher. Like you can have the girls over here do your pregame and all that shit. I found out she told she told who my roommate. She was like, hey, I made a mistake last night. Like a dude followed me back from a party and like got in the bed with me and lay. I was like, hold up. You don't allow nobody to follow you back. He know like he done been to that room before. One, that's his fault. Two, that's your fault also for like he know, he know who I am. He know where I live. Like don't have no other dude. I don't, don't that shouldn't even been a thought. But then we get older and he's still doing shit like that without asking and my sheets wasn't clean when I got back I had to clean them sheets so I was like man like I I have sound travel I thought he was downstairs that's why when you asked me I was like bro I don't know I I don't think he did but I don't know ain't no telling ain't no telling ain't no telling Ain't no telling. I was like, you gonna be my bro. I ain't do it. <laughs> but you was here. Now, like, should I have ran out there while they was fucking? Like, what do I do in that scenario? <clears throat> yeah. That whole trip was weird. Was you you was here for the part where Shouty cried because they experienced racism, right? Mm-mm, I was going to put with was like. Oh, bro, let me tell you, because you didn't want to hear new, shit a, about that trip after that yeah, happened. It was a new, it was a New Year's wedding that I had to go to uh, Tuskegee for. Brethren, they went to Popeyes, and you know James, an old light skinned pretty nigga, and he with a young white bitch. You know what I mean? We just gonna keep it one hundred on the show. These conversations on wax. So they had a Popeyes in Atlanta, and they get negative comments and people not shop. It's Atlanta. You feel me? And when I tell you, she broke down and she was like, I just can't believe it. And it was just so ridiculous. And I just, and all I wanted was some fried chicken. And I'm like, what they say? Nah, they was just making, anytime I said something, I'm like, so what racism did you receive? And she, and then James started laughing and she was like, what's funny? And she started crying harder. And, and, and like she was like, "What's funny?" I was like, "What's funny is that he get called nigga by white people who don't like that he dating you. He get treated badly by people who don't like that he dating you. You mad that a bunch of black folks in a Popeyes was mad you was with a pretty nigga? That's all that happened. Any bitch who walked in, and and I ain't even trying to stunt. You know what I'm saying? 
any bitch who walked in with James would have gotten negative looks. You just happened to be a white chick who walked in with him. You feel what I'm saying? <laughs> you feel like being oppressed. Like, it, let, it you have, let, you, let you have fake titties or a BBL. They'd have been talking about the BBL or the fake titties. Whatever reason they wasn't with James, they'd have been just hating. That's just how shit be going with folks. Yeah. You feel me? So if you got a BBL, you can't go home and cry because bitches was mad you with a nigga in a Popeye's. And they paid for their Popeye's and you standing with somebody who paid for your Popeye's. You feel what I'm saying? Fuck that shit. That, that's what my whole shit was. But she she was crying already and all I did was make it worse. So that's another thing. I was like, once I went to my room, I just stayed in my room <laughs> for the rest of the night. I should said, that how you work the TiVo and shit. That how you at the movies, man. Y'all enjoy yourself. And I went to the fucking room, okay? Because I was like, I can't have no more of these conversations. Because at first, it was like, man, show us the city, man. We don't know what to do. So I end up being a fucking designated driver for part of their trip. And then I disconnected. And then them niggas started drunk driving around the city. They didn't know. I was like, all right, I'll start driving again. But when we get home, I'm fucking done. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and that's just what it was, G. So I apologize for not, not playing goalie on that one. But I, I was done after the Popeye's fiasco because I wasn't a part of the Popeye's trip. So I was like, how the one time I'm not fucking making sure shit straight Y'all experience racism. <laughs> Whatever the fuck that means. I experienced some racism. A little black kid come home and say, she, she this like white man wouldn't let me leave the store without showing him my receipt and he didn't check anybody else. You see what I'm saying? He don't go home and say, I experienced racism. He go, mama, this what happened. How do I avoid this happening to me again? You feel me? Shawty, you ain't gonna be able to avoid that. I don't know if that's experiencing racism or just being alive you feel me? how you feel about that as a, as a, as yeah. a nigga who ran around snow bunnies man because this was funny bro i done had niggas run up on me straight up and scream in a bitch face really really you're gonna fucking leave with him you're gonna leave with a fucking nigger and i was like it gonna really hurt your feeling what we finna do when we leave here and i just go on about my business he can be mad as he wants to you feel me? That done happened to me you more than once at someone. Nigga, uh, without the nigga on top, Mitchell Moore did that shit. My sweet mate from freshman year, BT roommate. He did that shit oh, at a was, party that uh, was at was, his frat house. It was like a uh, it was a crush party where women invited people they wanted to fuck. And um, so it hurt his feelings that he thought I got a special invitation. But I found out later that night when I came back after that little rendezvous that somebody else had actually invited me. But he had hoped that that's who sent his invitation. And that's why he was in his feelings. Them shits was always interesting whenever you went to those parties. Them and like was you was fire. How to, they how was to, always the ratio really was good. stupid. And then yeah. you'd show up and be partying like 30, 40 women to 15 niggas and then a bitch would just snatch you up and you dip and the shit was crazy because not until I really figured it out that I figured out why the ratio was always good. They was waiting on the dude they wanted to show up to show up. And when you got there, they knew who invited you so they was trying to make her mad. That's why you got so much love when you came into them specific type of parties. You feel They were trying to make that bitch mad enough to where she didn't leave with you. You feel me? It was the jungle. You feel me? 
I'm just talking about them part. And I ain't figured that out until I started coming home with more than one victory on them nights. What you said? I'm talking about them parties, period, man. It was just, it was an interesting dynamic. That was the shit, though. On them nights, bro, you had to play an away game and then say the home game for the late night. You feel You can't play a home game early in the party night. Cause then you can't take nobody else back to the crib for the, for the late night, late night, post pub. You feel Yeah. Savage mode. (laughs) Also, man, do yourselves a favor if you are, of age where college and or grad school is in your grasp. Do yourself a favor, man. Whatever bill you got on the foot, you always gonna be paying money. You always gonna be paying bills. <laughs> Go somewhere in the world. I don't give a fuck where it is. Like I honestly thought I like I should have looked at schools that were abroad at least for a semester. Um or summer, summer rather, man, just so I can get that experience of being outside of my own comfort zone, um, my educational comfort zone and my comfort zone as far as being able, being in a country where I speak my own, speak the language, man, get yourself outside, of, get yourself outside of your box and go to college and get just that experience, man, because it's some wild places in this country where they preaching where they giving you an education and that education comes in so many different fucking ways and you get so much value from being around people from a lot of different walks of life like no matter what the hell they are so do yourselves a favor and spend four Man, years four, me out on vacation, four to six years on uh hey fellas because you're on that immersion shit on vacation don't don't be talking to women if you with a woman. <laughs> Talk to dudes. <laughs> They'll be on your ass, boy. And a Spanish chick trying to teach me how to say some shit, boy. No bueno. My bad, G. Oh no, you good? Yeah, man. Go to college. They like say that way back and forth. The laugh it back and forth when I say is. it wrong. The touch on the shoulder, boy. You talk about cussed out. But one day of no pussy on vacation feel like a week. You feel me? <laughs> and, uh, Especially for somebody who that's the best sex for. You know what I'm saying? Best sex that vacation, Coochie. You said that in, uh, in vacation. And I meant it, bro. And I meant it. In a in a room, you could just disrespect. I'm talking yeah. about hang from the drapes if you feel like it. Fuck that curtain rod. You feel me? <laughs> that, shit, that shit was like that when we got here. <laughs> I never fuck on the balcony of, of an apartment building that, that Shotty lived in, but shit. A hotel room? <laughs> Whatever. Look a nigga right across the breezeway, right in the eyeballs. I don't give a fuck if it's a courtyard set up. <laughs> Yeah. I feel like people go on vacation just, just just to clap cheeks disrespectfully, and I, there's no better reason. <laughs> Straight up. Straight up. You want them clean, you want them cheeks clap disrespectfully, leave your Bruh, own domicile. sex ridiculous, man. We had we had that uh, uh, uh predicament that I found myself in, bro. We got the well, uh we figured out very quickly the restaurants was more expensive than the room service and the hotel could cook their ass off. 
Bro, we was we nigga, we took like a three hour long bath, ate like two meals, and we ate breakfast and lunch in that motherfucker. We was in that bitch eating steak and just nigga rounds, nigga. Vacation say different, nigga. I'd never eat steak in a bathtub uh <laughs> shortly after vagina at home. I'm just keep it 100. You feel what I say? I'ma be that, I'ma be that had <laughs> I had to brush my teeth two, three times tongue straight. Cap apple cider vinegar, just all kind of crazy shit. <laughs> I was just talking crazy. I ain't scared of pussy like that, y'all. I just like to have a good hee haw. But uh, vacation sex is fantastic, man. That shit different, different, bro. High school or rookie bed type of That's what you vacation should. pussy. That what you huh. should type into uh, whatever day nap that you on. Just type into that mode. You trying to who trying to go on vacation? <laughs> trying to go on vacation. Yeah. Hey, I'm, get them I'm trying to stamp your passport, take you out of the country. All these bitches got traveling they shit, but they all <laughs> ain't nobody trying to go on no trip. They is though. I ain't trying to take nobody on no trip though. Bitches get wild on the trip though. Uh not even on some sex shit, just on some. My brother always said, man, before I ever marry a chick, I go on a trip with her. He's broken off three engagements after taking them on vacation. I'm like, this is the first time you took them on vacation? I said, nah, it's different when they get their, their engagement ring on their finger, bro. I said, so you be taking bitches on vacation, getting engaged, then you take a bitch on a vacation and see if it's different? He said, exactly. I said, damn. He was like, bro, I done took chicks to Brazil, Italy, Rome. I take Shotty on a cruise. Shotty trying to spend $5,000 on. I said, boy, you wildin' <laughs> He said, I'm talking about a little like, how the fuck you find we we in the we in the portals like crazy stories? And I'm like, you like, bro, going on vacation, let you you find out who people really is. And I feel like that's the same with the with the carnal pleasures as well. And I feel like I got pretty good energy with the people I deal with. So when we go on vacation, shit get litty. I only had one person who the vacation sex wasn't really that amazing but it's because most of the vacation sex was makeup sex because we fought all vacation no matter where the fuck we went all the vacation sex was makeup sex the best yeah, part of vacation, like vacation. <laughs> we fuck eat and then find something to do that would lead to an argument and we end up taking a nap or something fuck eat do something to lead to an argument so yeah, that's how what miserable. it is. <laughs> yeah, one fantastic, one fantastic. And the wildest part is, bro. <laughs> one of the trips, I ain't even gonna cap. One of the trips we went to one of my favorite cities to go to Vegas, and I legit have never lost money in Vegas, bro. Never, not once have I went down there with money and went back upstairs with less money than I went down to the tables. I got cussed out because I refused to gamble with her. I was like, nah. I believe I never lose because of the energy. <laughs> I ain't going to the tables with this fucking juju. <laughs> like, I dead ass. I put that shit in the song that we was free, that I freestyled at the beginning of the episode. But my brother bachelor party weekend, I went down there with $60 and was giving my homeboy money as he crapped out and lost his bread. Because I think he went down there with 80. We gambled for four and a half hours. He left with $300. I left with like $1,200. 
And we went to the strip club. I told my big brother who was in the Navy, I said, bro, you don't pay for shit. Because he was supposed to go with the brother whose bachelor party it was. But they was going to do the same shit that we had did the day before where they had fucked off like $800 of my money at a club that turned me away because I ain't have because I had on shorts and it was a fucking pool party. And I was like, nigga, what? And they have on swim trunks, you feel? <laughs> but the nigga told me, oh, bro, you can't get in with them shorts on. And they had lost my luggage. Fuck that. Fuck. They lost my luggage at the airport. So I, ain't ha- I had to go buy shorts to get in the fucking party. And they had spent $800 of my money before I could even get in. But I was like, yeah, I'm not doing the shit y'all doing tonight. I'm Nigga, I got the stink on me tonight. A nigga literally pulled up on me in a big white limousine and handed me a card and said, call me tonight. I give you a free ride to and from the large strip club in, in America. I was like, what? He was like, call me, bro. I said, how many people I could bring with me? He said, nigga, just call me. And put the fuck off. I said, he full of shit. And uh, we was walking around looking for weed. So we end up finding weed at the CVS and shit. And then we get the tree and then we go, we smoke the herb and shit. And then I tell the nigga Tyler about the shit. He was like, bro, I said, we make that play. And I was like, well, shit. I ain't trying to spend none of my money at the strip club, nigga. At most, I'm trying to spend like $100 in that bitch. So let's go down here and gamble and see what we could take for the strip club. He said, nigga, so you gambling to get money. I said, smooth jazz. Because that's what... We didn't watch TV the whole time we was down there. We just put it on the cable channel for smooth jazz. So whenever we agreed on something, we just said smooth jazz. You feel what I'm saying? And... uh we died, that bitch gambling and shit and looking at each other at the table and niggas say smooth and the other one say jazz. Niggas be like, y'all niggas counting cards? I'm like, I, I don't even know how to do all that shit. <laughs> this shit all chance. We just got that, bro. We did that. We played craps, roulette, fucking blackjack. And we played fucking the, the slots. I won at slots. It wasn't nothing we played that I didn't win at that day, bro. And anytime I go out there, bro, I win. I'm not finna gamble with somebody who got bad energy, bro. Cause we ain't give a fuck, bro. We turned 60, 80. So we turned 140 to like $2,000. Cause we lost once we got up. We got up to where we we both had stupid amount of money. <laughs> you feel me? But uh, he gambled big on craps. And because there's more chance, I gambled small on craps. And that's why head bag kept going back down. You feel me? But like, bro, I'm about that shit. How you feel about that? And, and, I know you had your different relationship with gambling, but for me, it's all about the energy. I don't gamble on sports and shit like that, but I love games and I don't mind putting money on it for entertainment. And that's why I only gamble in casinos and shit. I don't gamble with niggas. You feel me? Yeah. That's the best way to go about it is to uh, not, I mean, your way is the best way, but the way that I found is the best way to go about it or the way that I enjoy it the most is at one point I was trying to make money. Like I was trying to turn it into, I was <laughs> studying that shit during the week, like paying more attention to it than I was my actual job in, in certain cases and working to make a career out of that shit as best I could because I didn't want to do the job that I was doing. Um, now it's just, it makes games more interesting. Like no matter, like I can, like that one, it was one summer, me and my partner, I think it might have been the summer 2014, we drove out to uh, we drove out to Aspen from Houston and we stopped and like we spent the night in Oklahoma City, the first night of the leg, and then we drove the rest of the way 
but like the things that was going on. So it was the NBA finals. It was that it was the, it was Braun. I think it was Braun them ship over the San Antonio Spurs. And then the world cup was also going on at the same time. And then there was another sporting event going on. So me and my homie was just like on the road. I was on the phone going through like all the bets and shit, or like he would, or I would be driving it. I, I was driving and he was going through his phone and he was paying for all the bets. So I was like, cool, I'll drive and you can just look up the bets and we can make bets. And so we was listening to, we got all the World Cup games and the finals game and we like pulled in the Aspen during like the third quarter of, uh, no, I'm sorry, during halftime of the, of game five, it was like, a, it was a clinching game. And I remember I took Manu Ginobili over three and a half free throws made. And that was like one of the bets that I won. Like from that night, we went to this bar called Rick's out in Aspen. And like I was just buying drinks. Like I put I put like a, a good bit of money. I was like, man, man, who man who gonna get to the line? So I might have thrown like 75 to 100 dollars down on Manu. And like, which is a prop bet, which is I mean, if you, I ain't had the money like that, but I was like. Man, they're going to go. I, I put Braun over, I think it was Braun over seven and a half or eight and a half rebounds. And it was Manu Ginobili over three and a half free throws. And Manu had like six. He had like, he went to the line like six times in the first half. So like that bet was wrapped up for me. But uh, it made all the games interesting, bro. Like we was betting on sweet. Let me tell you what somebody. I'd like to do, bro, to get into it. What's that? Once we get in the same spot, or we got it in the budget for the travel and shit. When we get tickets to a game for GSH, we do the math and whatever we spent on tickets, we bet it trying to pay for the trip or pay for the, the tickets to the game. That makes sense. So yeah. if, we, if we get three tickets for me, you and Cooley, and there was like 120 a piece, we'll bet 360 trying to win 720. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, pay for the bet and pay for the tickets and shit. Try to win all our money back. I feel like between props and stuff, we get that money back. Yeah, that'd be an interesting way to go about it. Imagine how much different it'd feel like being at the game, knowing that shit. It certain stuff play out a certain way. That shit free. I feel like that'd be a cool land way to sports bet. So as they get toward legalizing it, I feel like we go, that's how we dive into that shit. Which just makes this country interesting as fuck. Not interesting. This whack is a bitch. I guess it's cool also because <laughs> you can go somewhere. You can go somewhere and you got like a different set of rules that you, if it's in your favor. But like not having weed be legal na- nationwide. It's just some silly shit. Like I gotta be cognizant of what state lines I'm going across because we not legal here because people the the majority of the folks vote again like it's 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 the weirdest shit man but i guess mm-hmm. that's a bit because i had no idea we transitioned into that's bit at any point <laughs> i felt like we were just talking but we talked about we, we, no we were we weren't even talking about yeah we just updating it's natty natty championship while we on while we on the air so if anybody's listening to this on wednesday they, they didn't know what happened on the game oh uh, we got 12 minutes and 41 seconds left in the second half. It is a one-point game. Kansas is now 45, Carolina 46. So they have cut into that lead in less than less than eight minutes. 
Seven minutes and 19 seconds. They have erased a 15. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't care what happens in this game, honestly. And I'm a Carolina fan. You are as a they UNC. Got, I'm about to say, your, your team mm-hmm. in this shit. Yeah, yeah. I feel differently about sports now, bro. Like, I'm just I'm just rooting for every black man that's out there to get paid in whatever way he feel like he need, he going to get paid, whether it's in the NBA or overseas playing ball or working an enterprise or starting a new company or whatever the fuck it is, bro. Um, I'm just I'm rooting for all these niggas to get paid. But the bet I did want to, if you can go into the chat, I threw this in there. You scroll up to the top, you will see a link to Vegas Insider. If you pop that link open and share that screen with the people, the good people of give me some headlines. I want to do that a bit. So you can manipulate the screen because I did not be doing a good job of manipulating the screen <laughs> whenever Damn. we are looking at some shit. You can and this is called P planned ahead. Exactly. So these are the odds for the 2022 Masters. One of the headlines that we had earlier in the show was we are excited that Tiger is out there doing practice rounds because if you remember, um, maybe last summer it was, uh, he got into a car accident and people didn't know if he would play golf again. And now that he is, um, people want to see Tiger play in Masters. Uh, and so these are the odds for the 2022 Masters in August at Augusta National in Augusta, Georgia. Uh, the way we are going to do this, that's a bet is, well, in this episode, you may see um, the Super Bowl payoff, which is 56 push-ups by yours truly. Uh, my dog still owe us 41 push-ups also. He probably knocked them out, knocked, knocked them out already, but uh, that's neither here nor there at this moment in time. What we're doing now is we're about to choose the Masters first golf major of the year. We're about to choose four golfers. Each member of GSH chooses four golfers. We will do this in a snake draft scenario. My dog will go first. I will go second. And then the second round, I will go first. He will go second. And then so on and so forth. You will choose four golfers. I will choose four golfers. They will play the Masters. And at the end of it, we will take the aggregate score. So if you have somebody that goes minus six, you have somebody that goes minus three for the whole tournament. You have somebody that goes even for the tournament. You have somebody that goes plus three three for the tournament that is minus six minus three even so you will finish the tournament at minus six you see how that works give me with it one more time so it's we're going to take the aggregate score so my four golfers versus your four golfers and so if you have a golfer that said we're going to we'll take the aggregate score all your golfer score, add it up, and it's going to equal a stroke number. So you'll have if somebody is minus six for the tournament, which they finish six strokes under par. If somebody finishes minus three for the tournament, you're sitting at minus nine right now for the tournament. Somebody finishes even, then that'll knock off three. So now you're sitting at minus six for the tournament. And then if somebody finishes, Plus, we'll say they finish. You have two people finish minus three. So two people finish minus three. One person finishes minus six. One person finishes even. You finish minus 12 for the tournament. 
it needed to go for my side. So whatever my side, the aggregate score is, then we'll take that score. And the differential between that is 10 push-ups. So each stroke, uh, uh, we, 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 we can pick. You want the stroke to be 10 push-ups? You want it to be three push-ups? You want it to be five push-ups? You get to choose the increment of push-ups that one stroke equals. Let's run back through that after we bet. That's a bit. All right. Because I'm a proud man, I got to go with the homie T. Gray Woods. I I, I refuse to have a draft in this dojo where he don't go number one overall. So even if he a long, long, long shot, I'm going T. Gray Woods, boy. Who you rocking with? We're rocking with Mark. Because Mark rocking with us. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> um, Scroll to the top. Let me see if I can. I figured your boy John Rahm was up there. Okay. I'm going to go with my guy, Scotty Scheffler. Talk about him at all? Any reason why? We know why I went with Tiger. Um, so yeah, Scotty has uh, he's one. Even though they have not been on this type of course, this difficult of course, this is a this is not an easy course to play. Scotty has played really good golf. He's finished uh, top five, I think, in in this early part of the year. He's finished top five, I think, in three or four tournaments. Um, so he's just. He's somebody. If if nothing else, he'll hopefully he'll be steady for me, and he'll give me a high score. Cause I, but I plan on taking somebody that's a dark horse, um, that's gonna that's gonna win it. But I want somebody that's gonna bring an anchor to my team and and finish somewhere. Not even it might not even be near the top, but it's gonna be a hopefully a decent score. I really hope it's not showing my desktop instead of the fucking screens over here. It's showing if the screens. It, it's only showing. You know the shit may not though. See, when I screenshot it, it screenshot the desktop. We'll see. I screenshot this at some point and get a picture of it so I can put it up if it do. But uh yeah, it's on you for the snake draft. You pick one and I mean second and third. Who you got coming yeah, yeah, after yeah. the boy Scotty Shelfley? Um you can see that well. I zoomed in a little bit. You're on another zoom and zoom. Yeah, yeah. Let me take my guy. Uh, I'm gonna take Joaquin Neiman at plus four thousand. Um, of the few tournaments I've gotten to see this year so far, I saw him play, and he went wire to wire. So he went so wire to wire means first day in the clubhouse, he was a leader to the last day, like there was no other leader on the leaderboard besides Joaquin Neiman. Um, a performance like that is, an, is enough to give you, uh, make me take a look at you on uh, on the Masters. So I'll, I'll make him one of my four golfers. Take your talk. I'm going to go with a safe pick before I make a risky one. And I'm going to go with Justin Thomas. 
Cause he 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 old reliable. I feel like even if he ain't top of the leaderboard, I ain't gonna be mad. I got him as a part of my aggregate. That makes sense. Yeah. So that's a team pick. This is my dark horse pick to win it. Like Tiger, I'm picking two dark horses, and then I'm gonna pick a guy I feel like is a safe pick because I don't think you're gonna pick him. I'm picking this nigga for the same reason. I trusted their fool P with fucking Cam Newton doing well in the NFL. <laughs> This nigga P always talking about Hideki Matsuyama. So I'm going to see if that boy could do something special for me. How you feel about that pick, cuz? Uh, I like it. I like it. Um, I, I'll tell you why I like it. And this may seem racist, but I don't give a fuck. Give me Japanese golfers. <laughs> Straight up. If if he's Japanese, I'm taking him. Like, I, I don't give a fuck. Like, I, my I next pick, I'm glad, I'm glad you didn't. I'm I'm taking Colin Morikawa. Like <laughs> that's my name. You pick. son of a bitch. <laughs> like square business. I I like me a smooth ass Japanese golfer, man. Cause I spent a lot of time in Houston around Chinese and Japanese golfers, man. And by far and away, they play better than everybody else out there. And I don't think it's by fucking coincidence that. They are Japanese and Chinese. I don't know if it's like what kind of stereotype they go with, but yeah, they can play some golf. Like when you pick in the game, pick up basketball, you're not going to go, you're probably not going to pick the white guy before you pick the black guy. Facts is facts. 1053 left to play in the second half. UNC 50. Kansas. How the fuck only 50. two minutes a game play done went by? Basket, college basketball, <laughs> terrible. It's a terrible game. That shit. Trash. It's, it's, it's cheeks. <laughs> Somebody said something the other day that fucked me up. He's like, what if the reason college basketball go the way it do is just because you watch your people are who are so much less skilled at the game of basketball than the NBA. And the only people who make it to the NBA is the top of the top of the top. That's why the fuck is easier to score because only the top level scorers get there. You got these niggas who the defensive player of the year. A lot of the season they get to clamp up niggas who about to go be accountants. <laughs> I was like, damn, that's such a clean ass point. It was delivered well too. I forget who said that shit though. My bad, whoever you is. Yeah, <laughs> point. Up niggas who about to go be fair point. He said it's equivalent of watching Wilt versus the niggas from back in the day since they make the niggas who could go straight out of high the school or college now. <laughs> yeah. Nigga out there whooping up on the English major and shit. <laughs> that nigga didn't even major in sports science. He knew he was gonna have to get a job job. Therefore, I was on the I was on the field with Pat White, who um won four the uh, only quarterback in history to win four bowl games. Uh, Daphne court Daphne high school quarterback went on to play at uh, that West bitch played with Julio. So me and Pat was the same year. He didn't play. Yeah, he didn't play. He didn't play. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, oh, I Julio thought, was one I thought year. Julio went to Daphne. Oh, he went to Foley. No, nah, Julio went to Foley. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Water tower game. <laughs> but I was on the field with Pat White, who. Won a state championship at Daphne, maybe two state champ state championships at Daphne. Went to West Virginia, won four bowl games, then played quarterback for the Miami Dolphins, and I think maybe a little stint with the Jets or something like that, or Arizona, something like that. 
Um, but our senior year, I knew we didn't belong on the same field. That might be where my back problems came from because they they weight training. He was a quarterback. He was six one about two oh five. I was five eleven, a buck sixty five. And cuz got I saw cuz in the open field and I was at corner and I came off a route because he broke the pocket. And I was like, he uh he a quarterback. Like he gonna, you know what I'm saying? He gonna slide or some shit. And not not to say that I like half ass going in there, because I was definitely going in there to smack his ass. But when we collided, that shit did not go how I thought it was gonna go. Like, thank God I got him down. Cause if he'd have ran through me and just like kept going. Like, that was gonna bruh. be the next question. Are you on that nigga highlight tape? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm. Yeah, I was definitely a highlight, one hundred percent. Because the, the, because yeah, the way like the leverage that he took, like, oh man, they they was teaching them boys different up there, definitely. <laughs> you know, low man always win. And I was like, he a quarterback. I'm not hitting him low. I'm a, I'm gonna hit him, man, bro. Cause solid up top. That's why he went to the NFL. Like this niggas, them niggas in the NFL built differently. You have PTSD. He said that might be one of my back problems. Started it. <laughs> that nigga Pat White at six one two hundred at QB giving nigga back problems. Boy, you gotta get this nigga out of Bama. Hey, yeah, man. Who your next golfer, man? This snake draft. You go two in a row, OG. Oh yeah, that's right. Um. You had picked Xander Shoffley last time we had a golf bet. I I did pick Xander, man. You gonna leave Shoff out there? He twenty four home. And yeah, his ass gonna stay out there because he fully walked me last time. Scroll down. Yeah, I feel the same. I got Scotty. I got yeah, Scotty Shuffler, Joaquin (laughs) Neiman, Colin Morikawa. Man, I want to go. Man, I'm gonna go with my dog. I gotta go at least one left handed golfer. Give me my boy Bubba. Bubba Watson. He, 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 you got to scroll down. I think Bubba like an 8,500, something like that. You didn't guess, nigga. You seen it with it popped up. You be fooling, wife. Hey, nigga, he tried to, he tried to fool y'all niggas on the audio, cause I should have shut up. Yeah, he played at this, uh, I was trying to see if it was another brother on the motherfucking no Abraham answer sound like it, but I'm not on the ground. But you already know how we doing it, man. We gonna take the nigga who plus thirteen hundred, man. Because if Vegas not good at this shit, they be going broke. So I'm going John. That's Ron. true. We gonna see if he stink it up. Fuck Vegas. Hit. Actually, I may change my last pick. Except when I'm out there. I love you when I'm out there. Mm-hmm. You getting cold feet, man? Who you finna replace Bubble with? Uh, Let me make sure I save it if you switch it. Jordan Spieth? He do, man. It's been a minute. He was the great white height for the longest time. He's won here before. He always challenged. I feel like he 
Big the funny thing dude. about when Tiger was in his hey, they used to structure the course so that he couldn't do well. They put the tee boxes where it was hard for him to drive from and shit like that. Try to make it a left-handed course and shit. Make the angles difficult. But when they're not trying to fuck him and he just There's get to go golf, <laughs> I'm telling you, bro, I feel like that's going to make him dangerous, man. Just to run through my team again and I let P run through his before I stop the share. COD to cater boy music. Can I sound bad? Going into the 2022 Masters with a team of Tiger Woods. Plural. I don't know why I put them as Tiger Wood. Tiger, Tiger Wood, y'all. And then we got Justin Tom. J- Tiger Woods is plus 5,500 to win it all. Then we got the boy Justin Thomas at plus 1,400. Then I'm going with Hideki Matsuyama and rounding it out with the boy John Rahm from a very Japanese name to a very white name. Shouts out to me, COD Decatur Boy Music. Yeah, uh, and the people who are watching the show may say that, well, John Rahm is Spanish. He is from Spain, which is Europe, which means he's white. So moving on, he been we have <laughs> John Rahm Ben Affleck. Uh, what with language you speak? It's your boy, P. Henry Trotter the fourth. My lineup goes as Lopez. so. My bad, I had to do that. Scotty Scheffler. At plus, it looked like 1600 from here. We got my guy, Joaquin Neiman. I think Joaquin is uh, from a South American country. Joaquin is plus uh, 4,000. 4, um, that's what Vegas got his odds. And then I'm coming up with my guy, third, Colin Morikawa, plus 2,000. And I'm around his team out with my guy, Jordan Spieth, at plus 1700. And I picked. Colin Morikawa because I like me a smooth ass Japanese golfer. And then Bubba Watson, the ghost pick. Bubba might come through and win the whole shit. And I'm gonna say I, I knew it, but I didn't say it. Um the game right now, the national championship on the men's side is 57, 57, seven minutes, 48 seconds left to play in the second. Hey, Can I get a ghost pick. Go ahead. And if it's a tie, I ghost pick beside it. Yeah, yeah. On, on, <laughs> but I'm going to go ahead and <laughs> put them in my black pocket just in case. <laughs> going with Brooks. Okay, plus 2,000, baby. Just can't quit the game. We too fresh, man. Playboys know what it look like, man. And when you walk it, when you talk it, man, that ball just fall in the hole, man. You can talk that game. You go out that game. You ain't got to practice, man. You just go out there and do that thing. You hear me? And, I, and I might be golfing with some some very legendary brothers this week. And uh, if I'm blessed with that opportunity, I'm going to definitely talk to Masters with them. And if they don't mind, then I'll get their predictions on the Masters and see if I can't re- see if they they don't mind me recording it. And I get that in. Full 4K footy for the next cast, man. Shout out to them brothers. Advertisement coming soon. Yeah, yeah. Um, so how are we gonna do it? Uh, with the one stroke equals how many push-ups? Meaning that's how much you lose by in the aggregate. Yeah. So like, yeah. So say if the difference no. is three strokes, 
Yeah, that's what I'm saying, because it's so wild. Because we pick golfers all over the spectrum. Nick can have a bad day and they get daddy. And if a nigga don't make the weekend, do we cut it off at the days where everybody played? How we doing that? Or we just doing his overall plus minus? His overall plus minus. Oh, okay. Or his overall average for the days. That makes sense? Yeah, if you play, yeah, if you play two days, yeah. If you play two okay. days. Cool. Okay, so I, I'm willing to go five a stroke if we're doing it like that. Just if I understand correctly. How you feel about that? Okay, that's tough. Five a stroke. I don't see losing by more than 10, 15 strokes. That's ludicrous. I bet you didn't see Golden State losing by 25 even. <laughs> Good God. I don't even remember what went on with that. How many push-ups I got for that shit? Uh, we got to go back and look at that game. I don't remember. Yeah, we're going to have to go check that, that, that was, out. That shit was funny. <laughs> it's a lot. It's, 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 at least, it's at least like three a push-up. We yeah, set the parameters before we checked, and then we looked, and I was like, God damn it. Yeah, like I knew what it was when I asked you, but I let you choose blind. And I was like, damn. <laughs> we'll see though. So, got uh, originally it was 10 push-ups for every point off the spread. But we changing that. And to, we chose the spread. Yeah. It was plus like seven. they was down by 20, and we was <laughs> like, all right, so let's say eleven is the line. So I was yeah. like, three for every one off eleven. Nigga, oh, I can tell you exactly. I wrote that shit, shit. down. So the final score ended up being Memphis 123, Golden State 95. So by that, that's like 300 something. <laughs> Nigga, your, your man yeah, crazy. Like, so they lost by 30. The line was like 11. That means it's 20 push ups times three. That's like 60 something. So the notes what, that I wrote down. What you wrote down? Yeah. Tell me what you wrote. That's a bit. Memphis plus seven. Dang. Final score, Memphis 123, Golden State 95. So one, that's two. So 21 points off the spread. So 21 times 10 would be 210 if that's the way we did it. But we'll just do. It say 10 a push up, 10 a point off the spread? It say 10 push ups for every point off the spread. <laughs> and it was god damn fuck it fuck it it ain't I don't know if that's gonna be a one sitting but I do it in a day cause that's how we do our bets that's a dang 200 I gotta go ahead yeah. and do this I owe you 41 for the for the Super Bowl huh I'm gonna I'm have that ready next yeah. and then I'm gonna start working on this god damn this why you don't gamble I feel, I feel like I feel like Shannon and skill and skill on the Mountain Dew, on the cases of Mountain Dew. How many cases we up to now? Skip, skip. <laughs> How many cases I'm up now? Yeah, yeah that we need that, to do start a sheet with the push-up tally. I'm up to current now. Lucky you. Hopefully, I put you no pun intended in the whole no endo, uh, pause for uh, Masters 2022. 
2022 not that easy to say. I'd be happy when it's 2023. 2020 ain't that easy in general when you got to add a digit. Yeah. We got nine more years of this foolishness. <laughs> All of them whack for real. 2031 ain't going to be too much better. 2033. That one's going to be fun to say. Over the evening. Where it could you tell me something good? I'm not sure if I said it. I think I said, could you do it? Yeah, yeah, I, I was getting to it. I was getting to oh, it. Yeah. My bad. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> You've been hearing these updates of the men's national championship all evening, where North Carolina is down 61 to Kansas is 65 with four minutes and 13 seconds left to go in the second half. But that game has yet to come to its conclusion. But a more important game took place last night where on the women's side, we had the South Carolina Gamecocks defeating the Yukon Huskies in the natty for Don Staley second national championship as a head coach. And the first time Anybody has ever beaten UConn under the helm of Gino Auriemma in a national championship game. Before this game, Gino was 11-0 and 0 going into national championship games. And it took Don Staley to knock that giant off his motherfucking mountain and stand atop that motherfucker. Fucker alone as the only person to beat Gino Auriemma in a national championship game. And when I'm telling you, I didn't get to see all the game last night, but her players put the clamps on the other team, like that team defense they played and the way they played as a unit on the offensive end. Like Coach Don Staley is a a savant at this shit, bro. And she might run off if she decided to stay in the college game and not move to the professional game. We looking at somebody that's going to, that might blow the doze off and oh, change the entire landscape. Oh, it, 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 it's, I feel like it's going to be, yeah, yeah it's going to, and it's going to be crazy. The effect that she has on the game as a whole and so the, the thing that I want that is something good is seeing and it, this she's not the only one. Like there are other coaches in the um in the women's sphere. Um we have our sisters who are around this game and they are teaching our young ladies and they are the stewards of um our our talent and other young ladies talent as well. And they are bringing out the best in those young ladies. And I, I really feel like at the collegiate level, um, especially in, when it comes to basketball, like, and I think soccer is another sport where I see this as well. And um, let's see, are there, are there any other sports that jump out to me? Basketball and soccer, where I see it really is where, like, the, and I'm sorry, softball, softball, um, like the, co- and volleyball, excuse me, the cohesiveness of, like, women, like, women, we doing this shit together, like, seeing the women celebrate, um, in collegiate sports and seeing like how the coaches and relate to their players at the collegiate level. Uh, a lot of times it's something that I 
I'm a huge fan of and like it is women empowerment at its best. And last night I got to listen to um, Diana Tarazi, Sue Bird, and I forget there was a third young lady who was involved in that conversation, man. But they was commenting on the game like they was doing. They was the commentators on like their own platform. Boy, you talking about jokes? Watching the game? Uh uh-uh. Okay. Yeah, you know, I got multiple screens. Bro shooting free throws uh, look like BK, if you know what I'm <laughs> <laughs> Straight up. Oh, shit. That shit on TBS. Okay, then. Um, but yeah, man. Shout out to Don Staley. I'm not even gonna do the the whole first shit. Just shout out to you being dope as fuck and you being the catalyst to a change in sports across the landscape. Not not just collegiate, not just professional, not men's, not women's. I believe you are a catalyst for change that is going to sweep across sports. And I don't know what it all means yet. But I am. You know what it means. She got one up on Gino for GOAT because she did one thing he can't do, beat him in the national championship game. Now, hopefully he keep it silent and make sure she's the only person to do that. But she got him. She got him. If she wins seven and have beat him, she better than you, Dork. Because you ain't beat her. Take that. You hear me? Square beat it, man. But uh, that's That's something great. Shouts out to Don Stanley. Cox. The game South Carolina got the best mascot name. That shit. The Gamecocks. There's some other good ones out there though, like of obscure ass schools. Give it's me, a rooster. Give me, give me a few <laughs> other ones. Uh, Crimson Tide. That's a good one. Jayhawks. They uh the Kansas mascot. Jayhawks is nice. Tar Heels is nice. Name man, the way he, the way he carries like the the look. All of the Jayhawks shit is fire. I like the Jayhawks. The Atlanta Hawk, um, uh, Sky Hawk, Tulane Green Wave. Ooh, oh, uh, Tulane. Uh, shouts out to Tulane. They sent me an offer, but I went to college right after Katrina, y'all. They were trying to get me to go to college in uh, Baton Rouge at a satellite campus until they rebuilt the facility. I was like, I'm good. Underrated city, also. Baton Rouge. Tulane. Baton Rouge. Oh yeah, shouts out to Boosie. Yeah. Y'all are like my daddy. I the game is currently 60, ooh, 67 to 68. Nice little lay by number two for North Carolina. Not sure of his name. I can live commentate it because it's going to air on Wednesday. This was Monday. The NCAA will be at my near. Ooh, that's carry. That nigga just dribbled above his head. Number 11 for the Jayhawks getting away with murder. He just threw a wild ass pad at number 10. And he held it for a while, dribbled hard, threw it back out. Nigga poked it out to damn near half court. White boy dribbling back up. Number two threw it back to number 10. He threw up a wild last three. That was the ball. Quick as fuck. <laughs> this some good yeah, commentary. Yeah, yeah. You want me to keep going or nah? No, no I want to watch this shit. So I got to go in the living room to watch it. <laughs> well, yeah, man. Weather is going hard. Or a nice pass so you can throw an air ball from the three. 
We here give me some headlines believe that it is always better to give <laughs> than it is to receive. You don't want to be the nigga shooting that out ball. You'd rather be the nigga giving that pass. You heard than taking that shot. Listen, learn. You heard me. Twelve it. Hey. Carolina just went up by one. Let it go. Wow.